0: That's what's the encyclopedia. We Re- West D- Re- Steve D- Kim got trending
1: the yeah. cut. cut. What up,
2: what up, what up, man? The real cup, JB. My main man,
1: Big Smitty. Are ah! y'all ready for this?
2: Ground like something to prove it. Came to conclusion that it's.
0: Coast to your side worldwide we in your that city keep 150 we never changed change what's happening hurdle
2: link in any metric coach you cannot have russell wolfson
1: nick gave me my first offer like it, it, you gotta head at store you gotta be marketing
3: hockey
0: football baseball then basketball
3: oh i love
4: this fucking show so much man. are you mixing light and dark at 11 a.m
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm elated that I can be able to coach that I could be able to mentor these kids uh, and give them everything that I've learned over the last 20 years
0: get Smitty and Jason Brown kill the yes a rap we want the game to miss we switched it and filled the gap Smithy and Jason Brown we killed a yes a rap we want the game missing, we, we missinger we, we, missing, we switched it and filled the gap. you are now tuning out to the
5: coach Jak
1: Hello? hello. Can you hear me? Derek! Man, God, I hate this dang phone line, man. I'm sorry, Jay. I spent all this dang money on this phone line, and the, the signal was horrible. I don't get it. Guess
2: what? All right, appreciate you. We got a new deal with Mint Mobile. I just saved your whole life in phone drama. Mint Mobile is now a new proud sponsor of the Coach A.B. Show with Big Smitty. Stop Big playing. Kid.
1: Your problem's been solved. We got a partial with Mint Mobile? You talking about Mint Ryan Reynolds, Mint Mobile? Stop playing right now. Mint Hold on. Real, let I'm just let me Google you, this real quick. You can try MintMobile.com slash Coach JB and get three months free when you use the promo code Coach JB. Hey, man, I did, I did a quick Google search real quick to make sure you wasn't playing around. Right, they got plans as low as $15? They got plans for $30.00. Unlimited everything speed, coverage, data, access to 5G, unlimited talk, text, mobile hotspots. You can talk in Mexico, talk in Canada, and they're built on the nation's largest 5G network. Are you kidding me, JP?
2: Hey, and everyone wants to know how hard it is to switch to your service. Big Wireless wants to think it's hard. They want you to think it's hard, Big Smitty. But switching to men is super easy. Thanks to digital e sim cards, which most phones now have. You can sign up and activate immediately right on your phone. From the comfort of your own home, Mint Mobile does it all. Short, fat, skinny, and tall—that's why the Coach JB Show with Big Smitty is proud new sponsor. Using promo code Coach JB, try MintMobile.com.
1: This is where it's at. We got it, Big Smitty. So hey. I'm switching over to Mint Mobile right now, JB. I'm done with this company I'm working with. They they crazy. the the, the line is it, it, it never works. The signal is out, and it costs too much money. I'm going over to Mint Mobile, JB, and y'all should do the same. Thanks, <laughs> man. I'm calling you right now, JB. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile clear as
2: day. I hear Mint you clear. Coming. The new promo code, Coach JB, right here. Three months free. Mint Mobile. Try MintMobile.com slash Coach JB and get you there free. Three months off. Family deals. All deals. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. Mint does it all. Proud new sponsor. Much love. We'll see you later. Peace. Prestige Worldwide. Boats and hoes. It is. Big time Edub Eric Weddle Monday. We got a loaded lineup. Man, we got a loaded lineup. We got a little different lineup today. We got a special guest joining us today, right in the first 30 minutes. Drunk by the turn, one of the most the biggest golf influencers on social media. My main man, uh, we're gonna break that down. He's gonna come on. We're gonna talk about a lot of a lot of things in the in the in the golf world right now. That's uh getting ready to live. Lives about to get ready to go. Super Bowl week. I'll be down there to see my boy Pat Perez, hang out with him, watch the live and the four aces go at it. So we're gonna have that uh, discussion here in the first thirty minutes. We got Big Matt McChesney, we got of course Eric Weddle. It's Ew Monday. Uh, obviously, he was a Ram, a, Ra- uh, a Raven, and a Charger. We're gonna talk about uh, the Ravens getting past the CJ Stroud uh, led tight, uh, Texans uh, this past weekend and uh we got that to discuss we got a lot going on um can't wait big smitty's gonna be joining us here uh mahomes is josh allen's daddy that's truly what it comes down to can't wait to get into that my daily rant my make it make sense we got a lot of shit to discuss here today pretty uh pretty lucky as they escape green bay um unfortunate uh, another choke job by the packers versus the niners we continue to see this these two organizations end up this way um the lions win it for motor city motor city dan shout out to detroit and getting it done they beat my rams they are now uh one game away from being in what some people said would never ever happen in their lifetime a super bowl appearance We're going to dive into it. Lamar dominates C.J. Stroud, basically. Um, We're going to dive into that as well. Uh, Baker throws a pick at the end of the game. Uh, But I want to know why they didn't call a timeout on 3rd and 12 to give Baker the ball back. We're going to dive into that. Uh, I was Caitlin Clark smashed on the court by a fan running on the court. But was she really? We got a little close-up angle we're going to show you and see. It was a little interesting on how that all unfolded. Alabama five-star quarterback transfers to Ohio State. We're going to dive into that. Another Ohio State. Buckeye getting another Bama Crimson Tide. We're going to dive into that. Golfer uh, man wins a woman's tournament. We're going to dive into that with my main man, Drunk by the Turn. Eagles coach Sirianni fires D coordinator Desai, which was ordered by... Jeffrey Lurie to do so. Uh, We're going to dive into that. Does he have full autonomy? Can he really win there? Um, Get a Super Bowl. We'll find out. Dunlap, first amateur ever to win the PGA Tour since 1991. We're going to dive into that with our Bane man, Drunken by the Turn. And CJ Gardner calls out Baker Mayfield live on IG Live as he drives home after the game. Chicken shit or not, we're going to dive into that, see what you guys think. Jason Kelsey making the most out of retirement, drinking beers with the fans in Buffalo. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Uh, Sean Strickland loses decision, even though on all the cards, after the fact, he won on every single card. And just the look of the opponent's face tells me, is it because of the comments he made the day before? We're going to dive into that. Dana White seems to believe so. Von Miller got five million dollars a tackle this year. At the end of the day, he got $5 million a tackle. Uh, You talk about beating him over the head. We're going to dive into that one. And the NFL fumble rule that goes into the end zone and it's called a touchback. I can't wait to dive into it. We're going to talk about that as well, plus so much more. But before we dive into that, let's get our main man, Far East Side, Post Road, 317's finest. LeBron hairline, AR5 enthusiast, Lamar Jackson backer, Ball State legend, Fox sport legend, and the host of the Coach JB Show, it is Big Smitty. Clap it up. Bring him in here. Bring him in here. We got Smitty we in, you know.
1: What's going on? J- How you feeling, JB? It was an amazing weekend, football weekend. Everybody who was supposed to win outside of the Chiefs uh, won, outside the Bills won. You know, Lamar won, of course. I knew that was going to happen. Detroit. Shout out to Detroit, my second home. My wife is from Detroit, so the whole city's turning up right now. What's going on, JB? You look, look like you're in a bad mood today. Um.
2: Yeah, I'm I don't know. It's a very disappointing weekend. Um, I don't know what to do with my life right now. I sound like, you know, one of these fanboys. Don't you hate these I don't know what to do. The Buffalo Bill cat, he's crying in the crowd. I'm like, get the fuck out of here.
1: He's crying, crying, though. He's like...
2: we're going to dive into it. I got a lot of shit to say today, dog. It's going to be interesting. We got our main man joining us right out the gate, though. I'm not going to tell you his real name because I want Big Smitty to guess. Is he a brother? Is he a Middle Eastern? Hamas? Is he white? What is our main man drunken by the turn? Because he thinks it's funny. He's laughing. He's laughing. And he thinks that uh, Smitty's gonna think uh, something that he's not. I can't wait. We're gonna dive into it when he gets on here. I'll give Vic Smitty the name before I bring him in and uh, we're gonna dive into it because I think this is a racist show, R A C C I I S S S. And we're gonna break it down with our main man, Drunk by the Term. All right. Uh, Smitty, Ah,
1: that, I had a horrible <laughs> weekend. I'm in a no win situation. You in a lose, 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 lose. I commented on your post I last can't. night. I said, I think he might root for Lamar this next week. Cause I know you don't really rock with, with with the Ravens and Lamar's style of play, but you like Lamar the man. You don't like Mahomes at all. So I feel like you 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 caught between the rock and a hard place. I could be wrong, but that's my that's my predicament. That's my that's my hypothesis.
2: I mean it's 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 it's, it's six one way, half dozen the other, dog for me. I'm totally uh either way, I'm fucked. <laughs> either way, um I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Let's uh dive, let's get the quote of the day going. This show is brought to you by AQMS, Bet Online, Prize Picks. We got all everybody, mint mobile, uh I mean, goddamn. We got a new thermometer company that hit me up. I might have a thermometer and a the meat. I might do some meat video. I mean, <laughs> We got to get in person, y'all. We got to get in person, get one major sponsor. Y'all got to help us get into a studio so we can do
1: this live in person. You imagine us live in person debating over this shit? I, I, probably, have, I probably had a slap to JB, live in person one of these days. Man, I mean, it'll be, it'll, it'll, it'll sound good. <laughs> It sounds good. I, I mean, it'd be, it's only one way to find out.
2: That, that's why we need to get in person right away. I mean, I had the biggest show ever. We, we just start scrapping. Fuck it. We have to start scrapping. I got a whole layout. I got the layout for the show already. So right here? Yeah, I got the layout. We got some girls. We got, we got some, like, Hooters type of girls. They're going to be dressed up, like, in Hooters gear kind of, where it's still appropriate, but not, you know, a little sex pill. They're going to be on there serving us coffee in the morning, mm. you know, we talk to them. they would be you know, sitting at the bar, chilling. They, you know, they might, one of them may be working on the show, doing some stuff or something. I don't know. But we're going to figure it out. It's going to be an eye catcher, though. We're going to do some shit that pops this whole algorithm. Uh, or are we just going to go out in the public and start fighting people? Or, hey, boy, give me that, boy. Give me that, boy. We can do all that shit that, 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 that gets all this attention or something, man, because I don't know. We got the real show on planet
1: Earth, and we just keep getting, like, held down. We got to do some yep. crazy shit, JB, whatever it is. So I, I think this year we're going to come up with a c- couple plans. Each quarter we'll do some crazy shit, crazier than the last thing, and we're going to blow this thing up. So it's what it is. Yeah. You might, not- you might, you might, you might the bungee jump or something, JB. You might have to like jump off, a, off your roof and into a table that's lit on fire. Like some crazy shit. But do it with the Code JB uh, show with Big Smitty t shirt on. So now it's free promo, free eyes on that shirt. I don't know, man. Yeah, we'll
2: see. Uh, Let's get you quoted today. Brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code Believe, B-L-E-A-V. Big Smitty, it is easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. Oh, that's a fact. I don't think people realize that shit. We we creating children to do crazy ass shit right now. I I saw some cra- some of the craziest shit I ever seen in my life at a high school, a library with some little kids the other day, and a and a parent walked in and filmed it and caught it, caught them red handed, dog. Ooh. it's crazy, yeah. dog. They're 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 bringing in some, these pedals to talk to kids. Yeah, bro. I'm telling you, that's what's happening when you don't know, when they keep people out, and they, you don't even know what's happening in our own schools. It's crazy. We're grooming young men or kids and uh, to be something else, but it's easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. We can't fix broken men. I'm just telling you right now. I, I don't you're think there. you can fix a, a, a broken man, dog. It, it, I used to call them damaged goods. I think it happens around 18 years old. Once you're 18, dog, shit. I don't <laughs> think you can repair him. I think he's broken. Hopefully you could just get him to like, you know, understand that he is broken and he's better from that point on. But I don't think you could repair a, a grown man. I don't think there is possible grown woman for that matter. Um, contrary to belief. Uh, we don't prep tomorrow, tomorrow. We prep tomorrow today. Contrary to belief. I don't think people realize that uh, on this show. I mean, we do, you know, get up for the morning. We actually do prep the show the day before for today, so just so you're clear, we do at least the main part of it, so we're ready to go. And early in the morning, we get up early on the West Coast. Now we're up at five now, so you understand. Sometimes even before, some I don't even sleep at all. Uh,
1: <laughs> contrary to belief, no pressure, no diamonds. <laughs> Ooh, I like that one. And the way you said it was just so direct. Like you ain't, you ain't, you ain't wait. You just. All no right. pressure, no diamonds. Boom. No pressure, no diamonds, dog. Period. That's it. Period. Put on a shirt.
2: Uh, contrary to belief, the fullness of life is only accessible in the present moment. Mm. Yeah, better make bad. something happen in present, dog, because it ain't you ain't grabbing it later. I'm just telling you right now. Whole question, Big Smitty, is Josh Allen the most overrated quarterback of all time?
1: Oh no, I'm asking that immediately. No, he's not. Stop. Stop it! Stop Mm. it! You gotta question it, dog. You gotta question it all time. Remember though,
2: we're not talking about some cat that never played in in meaningful game. We're talking when I say this, you got to read through the lines. We're talking about greats that people have anointed or called the goats of their time or the most freakish guy ever. This guy has five playoff wins, Smitty. He's won. He knows how to win playoff games. You do. But he's yet to get it done. Um, this is – I'm talking – I'm not going to – don't compare him to fucking – what's his name for the Raider? We're not – we're comparing these guys yeah. that have actually won games, that have gone on and played in these big-time games. That's who I'm talking about. I just think – uh, that's the poll question. Is nah. he one of the all time over most overrated hype quarterbacks? We're gonna dive into it, man. Because the thumbnail, big Smitty, Mahomes is Allen's daddy, and he's rocking now like I rock Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to figure out, I don't know, I got a lot to dive into. though. I want to get into right into this, uh, right into the morning rant though, with you. Um, because, uh, I got a lot to say on this one. Uh, are you ready to debate, Big Smitty? Because I know, uh, you know. I'm like, in. <laughs> you
1: seem nervous. I don't know. I, I, I got a lot of ammo in my pocket right so,
2: now. I'm ready to, I'm ready to let it, let I'm them heard so I'm so deterred. I don't, perturbed, whatever the word is. I don't even know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know where to go. I'm in a no-win situation today on the show, on the Coach A.B. show with Big Smitty. Lamar Jackson's in it. Patrick Mahomes is in it. Brock Purdy's in it. Uh, fuck, man. I ah, a golf. No man situation, man. Who, who, who's left in the motherfucker? Jared Goff. Jared Goff, who I said can't win the big ones in it. Like, if it, I hope Jared Goff win the motherfucker. <laughs> ass. Shit. I don't know what to do, Smitty, but you know what? <laughs> I'm going to eat crow. I'm here for it. Let's get it cracking. Here's eat the issue, crow. though. I got And This is the real talk part of this show. And I appreciate everybody. Pound the like, subscribe, become a member uh if you're not one this is the greatest show on planet earth for to to marry you. You. can't wait for us to do this in uh real person but <sighs> big smitty the morning rant brought to you by betonline.ag the fine line between winning and losing mm. um is a very fine line between the donkey with what up what up what up it's real coach AB from the coach A B show with big smitty prize picks is here to announce football season may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. You can now win up to 100 times your money on Prize Picks with as little as four correct picks. You can turn $10 into $1,000 with pro basketball, pro hockey, and college basketball entries today on PrizePix, America's number one fantasy sports app. Please make sure you follow along on the Coach JB Show with Big Smitty and download the app today and use code Coach JB for a first deposit match up to $100. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepix.com for restrictions and details. Peace! is the ass Mm. and the goat greatest of all time let me say it again there's a fine the fine line between winning and losing is the fine line between the donkey's ass and the goat because jordan love today is a loser because his kicker missed a field goal Mm. josh allen today is a loser because his kicker missed a field goal Mm. but more importantly his high-paid skill player named Stephon Diggs dropped yet another big time ball in a big time game in a big time moment. Mahomes on the other hand is a winner today because his kicker makes field goals. His skill players make plays when it matters most. And Tom Brady is called the GOAT by many of us in the world of sports. He's called the GOAT, Smitty, to be honest, He's called the GOAT because of a kicker. Mm. Adam Vinatieri should be in the GOAT conversation if we're going to say Josh Allen gets too much praise by guys like Ryan Clark, but Lamar Jackson don't get enough praise, according to Ryan Clark. Really. So I want to break this down with Smitty. Josh Allen still, the last time I checked, has five playoff wins versus Lamar's two. Yet Lamar gets praise. Josh doesn't. Last night was the battle of so-called titans, they said. Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes. The last, it, it reminded us of Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady. But the last time I checked, Joe Burrow owns both of them head to head. Yet not one person mentioned it. My point of this whole thing, Big Smitty, is this, and it's no attack on anybody. My point is this, that life is a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately business, it's in a result-oriented one at that. But let's keep it funky, keep it the same energy. When the players who oh, who we so often mention as chokers win because of a kicker, either making it or missing a game-winning kick. Let's just keep the same energy when we compare these two. I just wanted to start the show off with that debate. Um, I don't believe people really understand it, and grasp the whole concept because nobody mentions Adam Vinatieri making <laughs> game-winner Super Bowl kick after game-winning Super Bowl kick, and no one mentions these things until it happens, until it's currently going on. No one mentions that Burrow owns Mahomes, Blake Borvets. How are you going to say Burrow don't own Mahomes head-to-head? What's his record, Bar- Blake? Is he not 3-1? He does not own Josh Allen. Has he lost to Josh Allen in a playoff?
1: And by the way, Lamar owns Joe Burrow. He's 3-1 or against Burrow. So if Burrow owns Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson owns Joe Burrow, that means that... I'm sorry, I'm I'm sorry. My fault, my fault.
2: Look. Uh, No, here's why I'm getting there. He owns him in the regular season. Burrow's been to a Super Bowl. Lamar has to do it this year. Just like Josh Allen, though, Smitty, Josh Allen has to get to one eventually. Or when are we going to start saying he's a bust? When are we going to start saying right now, Big Smitty? I
1: said, hey, define Josh Allen. What is he? He's one of the most freakishly talented quarterback we have ever seen. He's a true definition of a football player. Physical, tough, puts his body on the line. He's a guy who wins games. He's a guy who wins playoff games, but has yet to make it to the big game. That's it. That's, that's how I define him. I don't think he's a choke artist. I don't I say think define he's him.
2: Give me one word or give me one term, a term or a word or a cliche or something.
1: Give me what would you say? Fucking football player. Like, that's what I've I always say, called him. I them. say overrated. I just don't. I can't say that. I love I, him. I, love I can't him. look at last night like Josh Allen lost that game. I can't. I just can't. I, say love, that. I love him. Like,
2: well, I'm glad you said that, because today Ryan Clark saying Josh Allen lost the game. And I'm nah. sitting there. Him and Dan Orlovsky are arguing this morning on Get Up. And I happen to watch it while I'm sitting there getting ready and I'm listening and I'm just like. But I get called a racist on this show when I say Lamar Jackson ain't that guy. That shit is crazy how we push narratives. Ryan Clark sitting there telling everybody on the thing that Josh Allen is garbage and that he is a bust. And that and then Dan Oloski's sitting there like, Dog, you take away an onside kick or a kick that you should have fucking booted off in, in, in Kansas City that year. You lose that game. This dude dropped one of the best passes I've seen in my life last night. Stephon Diggs dropped the ball. You know Ryan Clark said that was a horrible ball today on Get Up?
1: Oh, man. He's tripping. He's no, he
2: tripping. really did. He said, it's a horrible ball. He said, I've never seen a ball be a great ball
1: where he has to go across his body laterally. And I'm sitting there like, no, Stefan Diggs, he misjudged it in the air. If you see the close of view, he reached in when he all he had to do was stay outside. He threw it to where only Stephon could honestly, catch like, it. Like, what? I'm like, what? All right, Big Smitty. Uh... Our main man is here. We're going to get into
2: this. We got to dive into this debate, Big Smitty, because we got to, uh, we got to start the show off. Right. So we're going to have to dive back into this debate before we bring our main man in drunk by the turn, Smitty. I want you to just to say what I just talked about real quick before we get back to it. So you're, you got something on the record here. Um, my whole point was like, I think we undervalue certain parts of the game and we overvalue people that are playing at the quarterback position. And, and, I think Allen um, gets bashed just like Lamar, just like Mahomes, and then they get praised higher than most ever would when a kicker either wins or loses the game for them. Let's just be honest. Brady's not who he is without Adam Benatieri, and Patrick Mahomes isn't who he is without a few key things that happened in two big Super Bowls, and you can argue Josh Allen would say the same thing. If I didn't have a kick, if I didn't have a drop ball last night, if I didn't have a field goal miss, see, it's a fine line. And that's my whole right. point of this rant. It's just a very fine line, and people don't realize, like, it is what it is. Some folks just get
1: it done and get lucky at the end of the day, but lucky in this game is actually a skill. <laughs> yeah. Got to be, so, be prepared. So, now we're going to dive into that, though, man, for sure. I mean, listen, I just I just think for me, it's real quick, it's hard for me to say, um. Again, to blame Josh Allen for last night. I mean, of course he's gonna take some blame because he's the leader of the team, the quarterback. So of course, like he has to take some of it. But I thought he played a good ass game. I thought, like you said, a few uh, big misses amongst his teammate, whether it's a drop, whether it was a, a, a kick, whether it was defense, just you know, uh, a not not you know, or getting bad penalties, just certain little things that happened at the wrong time, where it's like ah, like that wasn't that wasn't necessary, or, that wasn't needed, or that lost the game. I remember the the. Uh, Bills had a big time three and out, but they called a, uh, I think, a pass interference on a guy because he, he gave him a little shoulder within five yards, and they claimed the ball was out of Mahomes' hands. It was, wasn't. It wasn't, though, right. It wasn't. But it's, it's little things like that that could change the whole entire game. And, hey, Mahomes is back in the AFC Championship again. He has never not been in the AFC Championship. So that's pretty damn good. Yeah, you got to praise it's, it's that. Never,
2: I think it's one. He lost to the Brady in New England. I, that I was the AFC he, Championship. I think he's been a six in a row though. Oh, Okay, well, maybe regardless. I don't know. Uh, I don't care either. Uh, we're gonna dive <laughs> into it. But let's bring our main man in. Uh, so, Big Spitty, before you know his name, before you know his name, his name is Achille. Achille? Yeah. How you spell it? Like he's like a like Achilles. I can't tell you all that. Is he black? White? Israeli? Hamas?
1: What is he? Achille, I think he spells it like A K I L L I or l e. I think this is a brother. This is a brothers trying to, you know, they wanted to be creative with his name, you know what I'm saying, and, and kind of make it a little different because that's how we do in our culture. We like to be different. LeBron Carmelo, we like to do something. Like, so Achille.
2: Ah! How we What's living? How we living? We doing? doing good. What up,
0: man? dog? What up, dog? Yeah, man, we got uh, a lot to dive into we a lot.
2: Get my
0: shit cracked oh. in here. Let me get my oh how, how you are. Oh, I got the I got the rippers on today. Shout out to my boy Cam. Uh, it is cold Damn. up here in uh Jersey right now where I would be wearing my aces t-shirt. But how we living, guys? How we doing? Hey, we good, we man. Good? I
2: appreciate you jumping on here. So people don't know who don't know you, follow make sure uh we put him on the ticker. Follow him on Instagram. He's got a big following on Instagram and Twitter. He is a live golf enthusiast, golf enthusiast, period. Um he is, uh, he's always out there with them on tour. Um, he's got a little secret for for one of my main man, my boys, Pat, but we're not going to tell anybody that. Um, so for the Livs, first or second tournament here in the Super Bowl weekend in Vegas, um, they're in Mexico, right?
0: This week? Yeah, Maya is coming up here. I don't know the day. I think it's about two Next weeks. Next week. Yeah. yeah I was actually, uh, Next week. My pick last night, I got the Range Goats winning that. The, the team, they got a. Uh, Peter Ulon, Matt Wolf, and uh, Thomas Peters—three of the longest drivers on tour. Uh, a lot of people gave him shit for for trading Gooch for Wolf, but I think it's think it's going to work out better than people think. I really do. So hey, we I, we don't do a lot of golf on this show because you
2: know Smitty is black and we're racist. So so let me ask you. Um, <clears throat> I'm just fucking with you. Let me ask you what. What do you what is your take straight out the gate on John Rahm coming leaving the PGA? One of the most influential, recognized golfers in the world. Number what, two at the time or whatever?
0: Yeah, he's uh, two at the time, even though he just got snubbed of uh, PGA tour player of the year. He had, you know, I think he even came out and said himself, I mean, he had, you know, almost twice as good a year as Scotty did last year. But you know, the decision to get PGA tour player of the year isn't till wasn't until after he had switched over to live. So it's all politics as you know on that side but um so he, he
2: he comes over to an undisclosed amount of money you know we can speculate we've we said you're one of the first people to break it and said it was going to happen long long time ago everybody called you hater and everybody was in your shit and like you are yeah, like, like
0: i get um on the front lines of this shit man it's uh it's yeah i mean it's pretty much you everything. like smitty
2: man smitty so, I mean, was you know does all the behind the scenes stuff at fox and then he's like he, he breaks a lot of this stuff and no one gives the credit to the cats grinding behind the scene Um, so you, you, you called it, everyone thought you were crazy and it happened. Um, right now, Smitty, Smitty don't really know a lot about the sport. You know, I'm not a huge, I'm a huge golf guy, but I'm not like involved in all the interacting inner workings. Tell Smitty right now, if you had to take a side, if Mm -hmm. we just went straight down the middle is the live better top to
0: bottom personnel wise than the PGA today. Are we talking all the way from the CEO to the people that scan the tickets? Nah, just players, players. Just strikers. Uh, I mean, how can you not go live at this point? Mm. I mean, at this point, they both have the same amount of major winners. Uh, all the major winners on Live are have won more recent than the ones on PGA Tour, and it's. I mean, they have everybody now. Who are they missing? Like, like uh, it's it's kind of funny to bring back the old Rory quote. He said, "Who's left?" Well, who's left? Who the fuck's left? Right. You know, who who is left to get on the PJ tour? Scotty Scheffler or Victor Hovland? You know, maybe, but they, Liv doesn't need anybody. You know, they have everybody they need and they've they've won the war. So I think if you know Jay Monahan was smart, he'd be calling Yasser every day saying, Hey, what do I need to do to get this deal done? Because he's he's gonna this is gonna go down as one of the biggest fumble of the bag, or you know, whatever they say, uh in history, as far as you know, Jay Monahan goes.
1: Let, let me ask you this, and I appreciate you for being on the show, man. Educating myself and a lot of our viewers on what's going Thank on. For me. Of course, man. Of course. Kind of tell me, just in your opinion, why? Like, why is Live better than the PGA right now today? Because my whole entire life, PGA has been just the the king, and no one has even like touched it. But now it seems like Live has just came out of nowhere almost and just like surpassed it quickly. Like, what is it about the the culture or whatever that makes that better than PGA?
0: It's almost like a Formula One event, um, mm. but I tell people too. As far as live goes, when you're at these tournaments, I thought it was crazy. But I mean, they have they have a damn place daycare. You can drop your kids off to fans. You know, they have uh, kids fan zone. They got the concerts. They half the time, hell, I only catch about five or seven holes of golf. <laughs> I'm drinking, or I'm in the fan zone, or I'm you know playing cornhole, getting fucked up with some random people I just met at the tournament. Mm. And it's it's just one big party. It's like one big family. You don't. You don't got to worry about somebody, you know, giving you shit for lighting up a cigarette or it's, you know, it, not even just that. It's just it feels like one big family ever since, you know, I got there three years ago to my first event. It seems like they genuinely care about, you know, not only their product, but the people who are watching it and the people who are coming to these events. And, you know, there's a lot of other leagues that are just, you know, only interested in special interest in their own pockets. And I think that's that has really, really, you know, been coming to light this past year. And it's pretty obvious now what the, what the situation is and and the way it is. So we both, both of us are controversial. That's how we met. We met, you know, and we
2: both talk shit and all that shit. Don't get Smitty fired from Fox today on the show. But having said that we got some (laughs) crazy shit going on in the world. Of course I call them made up humans. We'll roll with that. We had, and I love your tweet here. Uh, you know, a yeah. made up human golfer Haley Davidson wins LPGA.
0: So LP means
2: this is a professional women's league, right? Yes, yeah, the LPGA. So
0: it's, it's actually, uh, it's called the Next Tour. It's under the Epson Tour, which the Epson Tour is. I could be wrong. I don't want to sound like an idiot, but I'm pretty sure it's you know owned by the LPGA. So, um, yeah, this is this is all all the way affiliated with the LPGA. What you're seeing. So it's and you know, I love
2: your tweet here. It says. Congrats to Haley as he truly worked his dick off to be this position. Um, I mean, <laughs> Big Smitty, like, what are we doing here, man? I just don't get it. Listen, we've already seen it in swimming. We've seen our women. Like, I have a daughter. I have a good friend, Marcellus Wiley, who, who who came out and, and blasted the same, you know, um, <clears throat> narrative. Like, I got a daughter. I'm not letting my daughter. If you jump in a swimming pool with my daughter, we have problems. Um, the same thing goes for... Like we defend we 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 have women out here who are so pissed off at men in the world for not either a supporting the WNBA, but they won't go themselves to the to the actual game. Smitty has been there. He he loves it. I I support women's sports to a T because I believe women deserve to have their own sport. They've 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 they're the best of the women in the world at certain sports how are we just taking it away from them after working so hard at their particular sport and have a guy who just genetically different. Of course we know this go in there and destroy some girl's dreams. Like my, I would be out there wrapping the fucking three iron around the guy's throat because my daughter lost to you. Like, hold on. My daughter was the number one amateur in the world or the number one woman golfer in the world. And this fucking guy comes out here and beats my daughter. Like, I got a problem and I don't get why no one else does.
1: Oh, for sure. No, I mean, I, 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 I agree, man. Like it shouldn't be at the end of the day, man, it's common sense. Men are built different than women. You know what I'm saying? Like all the, you ain't got to go into all the the nuances of it. As simple as plain men are built different than women. We all know that, or I I assume we all know that. So we should not be on the same court. You compare it to any other, if it's, Basketball, you shouldn't put LeBron shouldn't be in the WNBA. I don't care what type of surgeries or what type of you know you always hear. Well, they they remove some of the testosterone. That's still a man in the, the day, and it's it's not fair. It's not equal. I have a little sister myself. I would be pissed off, you know, the same way because again, all the work they put in. Keep their sport their sport. You know what I'm saying? And I just think it's common sense. That's why I get I get frustrated. It's like it's not like we're not even saying anything bad. We're not even like we're not even dissing do what you do they ain't got nothing to do yeah, with me i don't care but what you do they ain't got nothing to do with me but you don't have to play in the same sport as 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 actual women and girls it's just not
0: fair it's just funny cuz not to take away from golf that that I'm you know what I'm about to say golf not that it's a soft sport but it's funny that you you see these people that are doing this and they're not out playing on a football field i don't see them playing on a football field i don't see them right. getting in a ufc ring i don't you know what i mean why, you know, they're they're obviously insecure. It's a mental illness, and you know, they're they want to feel better about themselves because, you know, like I said, I don't see them out here on a football field trying to compete with, you know, six, seven guys who run a whatever, you know what I mean? Right. So that wouldn't even I mean, be. I don't right. see them defending the, the a woman getting hit by a man either. Hmm. I mean, it's it's just sad. I feel bad for just everybody involved in it. I mean, what what they you know it's it's fucked up because they can't sit here and say hey you know i want to speak out on this because they may you know they may lose not only money they're losing out on money but they may lose their career just for speaking out so it's you know and and i want to bring up this you know you i haven't seen you know one person like a you know a daniel Rappaport or a kyle porter or even i think their name's no laying up something like that um I haven't seen any of those guys speak on this and it's sad, you know, they could have, but I mean, I I looked all the way down. I haven't seen anything. It's just sad seeing some of these people being coddled by the tour and, you know, really being able afraid to kind of speak out and have their own voice. You know, I would, I would hate to be coddled by a tour, you know, have my mouth silenced by somebody. So.
2: Yeah. Let me transition to what I call football watered down. I say football's watered down. I think the sports watered down. Quarterback plays all time low, blah, blah, blah. I take heat all the time. I saw that Dunlap, the first amateur winner on PGA Tour since 1991, I believe, um, is golf becoming similar. Are they getting? Is it? Are sports in general becoming watered down? Like the great sports we used to watch, Tiger Woods at his at the precipice, uh, Mickelson, and all these great guys uh, striking the ball. I don't see them. Like, I know Rory's a talent, and he talks all this shit. We have our beliefs on Rory, but he's a talented guy. We can't take it away. We got certain guys like this, but I think the talent overall has deteriorated in front of our very eyes in pro sports, from from tennis to golf to basketball, you name it. More talented than ever athletically, but I don't know. If, like, are they the skill set or, or the, I guess, maybe it's the work ethic that develops the skill set into being great, mm. lax. And I think that's what we're seeing
0: in football, basketball, baseball, everything is it. Do you see it in golf? I think it's the technology, man. Uh, like, like I say all the time, imagine Jack using a damn tailor-made stealth driver in his era. You know, he's one of the best course managers of all time. You know, I, he's basically the Tom Brady of golf. Not that he could hit it the farthest or any of this stuff, but he he knew how to manage the course and strategically, you know, play it. And he, he did it better than anybody else. But yeah, if he would have had the technology we have nowadays, oh God, he – who knows how many majors he would have won? So I think, I think you know the majority of it has to do with the technology and you know the science behind all these, hell, these. I mean, you you know these football trainers. They're you know they're getting these kids coming in at two hundred pounds. You know they're they're coming in their freshman season by the start of season at two twenty five, two thirty, and it's just like it just keeps getting wilder every year. So yeah, I guess I would just say the technology of everything and how it's developed over the over the years and whatnot. How many uh how many events are you uh are you gonna be at? I'll be at all the U.S. events, 100%. Um, definitely definitely want to try to make Adelaide, uh, but won't be going to Saudi. Um, but, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how many uh, international, international events I'll be at. Hey, Pat's mm-hmm. schedule, I have it, man. It's crazy. His first,
2: like, right after the – you know he's gone for 36 days straight. They go yeah, literally around the whole world. They go around the whole globe on that first tour run after they leave Vegas. They go on a tour – I mean, from Saudi to Hong Kong to fucking, I
0: mean, around the world. They literally go back
2: yeah. to LAX. Damn.
0: <laughs> I mean, I think they leave Adelaide to go to Singapore or something yeah. like that and then straight back to Miami. So, I mean, shit. I mean, hell, you can't. I wouldn't want to do it way if I were them. Money's right. <laughs> right. I, I tell Pat all the time, I ain't fucking feeling sorry for you, motherfucker. Yeah, I ain't <laughs> feeling sorry for shit. I'm, I, I, trust me, I do not feel sorry for them.
2: Like yeah, I told
0: him no. to all time, I said, your back's hurting, man. I, I, I'll caddy for you. They one, Just give me one tournament. Hey, he
2: texted me last night, early yesterday morning on a Sunday. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing up? He's like, shit, I'm on the goddamn Peloton. I got to get the fuck ready to go. I'm like, yeah, I know. I know that's right. Um, so he's, he's so the costs a lot of weight. He's trimmed down. I think his club head speed has increased. Like he's, he's got to now he's got some things. He's got to win that shit, man. He's got to get that shit going. And uh, I told him he to win some events this year. Shit. He's still a top 10 ball striker. In my opinion, people don't know. Cause you know, the tour events, how they used to be four days. This is, I think it benefits him being three. Mm-hmm. Um, plus he can wear shorts and shit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think just seeing Patton, you know, knowing him, he's, I, this is the most motivated he's ever been these past few years. I mean, and I think he proved that, you know, in, in the championship year that the Aces had. He was, you know, the best fourth man on tour. I guess, you know, it's kind of like the sixth man yeah. in the NBA lives yeah. fourth man. But, I mean, numbers don't lie. Go look at Pat's numbers. I mean, he comes he comes to play when it matters. And, uh, yeah, he's he's a hell of a dude. You know, I wouldn't have any of the connections I have on live if it weren't for Pat. So, you know, he's he's a hell of a guy, as you know, too. Yeah, perfect. The, the thing about people
2: don't realize in this thing, like, People are like, oh, it don't matter. Well, he had to hit a thirty-two foot putt mm-hmm. when it matters, just so that you know. There's no. If people don't think there's pressure on that, like people are out of their fucking mind. They don't realize how this thing works. Like I don't think they understand how this thing works. Um, that's how they won the first year and won all that, split the yep. money and all. They got the pot and the, and all that type of shit. People don't realize the importance of what he has to do um to win that thing and then that last year for the most part even on a down year they were still what finished they were still in the top two three going down mm-hmm. to it and then they played for the championship again so
5: yeah
2: you know it's they're right there the addition of um i'm gonna bring him on um verner
0: right what, what's yeah, what, harold do you, what do you think about verner dude game, He's i remember the first time i met harold i think it was in orlando on the chipping green and i haven't seen any type of like any greenside wedge play like that, even just practicing, it was it was crazy. Harold has some of the you know the best short game skills I've ever seen, so I think that is that's going to be a great addition. They've already got the long driver and DJ. They've got Harold, you know, short game. Pat Pat's always going to show up when it matters. Um, how do oh, who's the who's the who's the fourth? I'm having a blank. Reed, that's right. Hell, how would I forget that? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, Masters champ speaks for itself. So they're going to have they're going to have a obviously a great chance this year. So. I think uh I am th- still waiting on that Jordan sponsor man. So, <laughs> that's what uh so Pat was talking about. He said DJ's DJ's trying to get a get a deal done, man. Get a get that Jumpman on all the all the uniforms for the 2024 season.
2: Yeah, the whole mm-hmm. the whole setup. That's what I know uh I know Pat was talking to Jordan when I was with him a couple weeks ago personally about it. So, um cuz every time I'm at Pat's house, he gets fucking a million Jordans delivered and I got to go down to the gate and pick them up in the truck and
0: bring them up and shit. So it's like I hope you're getting a commission fee off that a couple. Yes, yeah, too goddamn shoes,
1: man. We need we need to get our show sponsored by Jordan.
0: I love that, <laughs> <laughs> Girl, that Jump man,
2: jump man. Uh, you going to be in Vegas? Yeah, are you going? Are you going to come or what? We need you yeah, for, for that. I was going to Smitty and I were going to go do the show there live and all that. It just didn't work out, man. They had too many stipulations of getting us our own little. We wanted our own area to do the show live every day, yeah, like yeah. you know.
0: They did, as you know, just from the communications and the people I've spoken with. Vegas is, you know, it's it's highly anticipated and it's it's, you know, everything from the pro-am to, you know, whatever. It's all oversold, overbooked. It's it's the most one of the most highly anticipated ones of the year. So, yeah, uh, you ain't
2: getting in there. That's the thing about it. See, the problem is the NFL waited forever to approve um, us going. And I don't think – I'm like, do you realize what's it, What's in Vegas this week? Like, <laughs> lived off MMA uh, Super Bowl for a whole week. Like, come on, man. You think people are going to get rooms? I'm not going to North Vegas in the hood. I'm like, come on, man. So, I got Pat. I got Pat to hang out. You know, I, I'm staying with him, but I, I got a team of guys. I'm like, I, where are we? how am I going to get rooms for cats? Like, that was the whole yeah. issue, and that's why we're probably not going. But I'll be there just to see, hang out with Pat for a while. And then I'm coming back because I'm hosting a party, a Super Bowl party every year I host at the house. So I'm having a big party here on Sunday. So, um, so many p- uh,
0: first years, I think I would just, the waste management is probably overshadowed. I'd say, I mean, every, yeah. I mean, if we really think about it, you got, yeah. you know, they're not going to have half as many of the players or stars, I should say at the tournament. And then it's just, I mean, it's, they got the Super Bowl in Vegas, MMA, Live, which is Waste Management 2.0, right? They got the party hole. They got, you know, everything, times two. So it's like I'm, I'm interested to see how that one plays out this year, see how, you know, the audience or, you know, if it's still the same. Hey, I, wa-
2: I walked inside the ropes with Pat during Waste Management a couple years ago. That's the same weekend that the Super Bowl was in Arizona a couple yep. years back before the Live came. And uh, that was Pat's last time at the. He hates that fucking course, by the way. So that was the last time there. And uh, I mean, it's crazy, no question about it. It's a million motherfuckers there, Smitty. Literally a million people on the course.
1: Yeah, it's wild. Right. That was last year, right? Nah, it was a couple, but it's every year. But, but yeah, I know. But I'm saying last year was in Arizona. Nah, like three years ago too. Oh, got you,
2: got you. Uh, Two years ago, whenever it was, I thought the Super Bowl was there. Yeah, I think it was two years ago. Oh, well, right? Last
1: year, because I, I was out there, so I, it was yeah, crazy. I saw the actually, waste was I think it was. This was. It would have been three years ago now. God was God. it? Was it in Arizona two, three years ago? It might have been. I don't know. I yeah, know. Tucson.
2: You're talking about Tucson. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where it was, but I know last year it was. Um, I know last year it was with the waste management as well. Waste management don't change the date, so it's crazy how that shit is lifted up and built up and built down too. Like they take Smitty, they put it up. They start putting it up in, like, October. Yep. They, they they break it down after the event, which is, you know, Super Bowl, right? Right. They'll break it down. It'll only be down for a couple of months because it literally takes six months to build again.
0: That's crazy. So Dude, I ready This time next year again. We, we went. I took a golf trip with the homies during COVID because we didn't have shit else to do. And Arizona was, you know, one of the only states that were letting people go out and do their thing. So we went out there, and I, we paid to play the, the stadium course. I was like, "Damn! Like, when you go play that shit without without all the stuff up and you're on hole 16, I'm like, this shit. It's like that meme. It's like, what the fuck is this piece of shit? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, it's like a regular course. Yeah, and it's it, it, but once those stadiums are up, the, the the you know the stands, the people. It's I mean, it's one of the best atmospheres in golf. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, no doubt. Um, Achilles, man, we appreciate you
2: jumping out. We got to do this more often, man. Um. What, what do you got going on? Anything else going on right now Drop. that you need to let everybody know about? Um, I know you're a huge uh, advocate for this.
0: Um, what else you got going on? Man, just live. We got some YouTube series coming out uh, that everybody should tune into, releasing here probably, uh, I'd say, the next four to six weeks. Uh, I'm going out to L.A. here in two weeks to film the first episode. So it's uh, we're actually going to be launching a podcast. with. It's going to be each month we're going to bring one celebrity on. We're going to do a podcast with them and it's going to be a more serious side of, you know, their come up, their grind. And then we're going to go the next day and film a nine hole match with me, one of my random followers and subscribers with that celebrity and one of their random followers and subscribers and play a nine hole match and more of a goofier side. So it's like two videos seeing kind of, you know, both, you know, more serious side and a goofier side. And we, you know, we feel like nobody's really, you know, taking that avenue in YouTube. There's a lot of YouTube golf. It's kind of hard to, you know, get unique with it. But yeah, we're, we're looking forward to that. And I think uh, Ben Baller, he's going to be our, our first guest. So um, That's dope. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, and then, you and Smitty got to hook up, man. You two guys will probably get along. You
2: you do, you, you do a lot of the similar shit as far as social media, just in different worlds. But I think it would be cool
0: to hook up yeah. out here when you're out here. Uh, yeah, but anything yeah. y'all ever need to, I, I got y'all as far as live and all that shit. I know Pat got you, but, you know, you know, I got y'all too. So just let me know. Yeah. No doubt. I, I'm, gonna,
2: I'm taking Smitty. I'm taking Smitty to some, some event. we got to get
1: him out there. I want to uh, go. I, I want to tap in.
2: This shit happened. I texted John. He's been on the show a few times. Uh, and you know, we talk all the time and that's Pat's like daddy, step daddy. Um, let, he said, if, if, if a, a made up human playing on the LGBT tour saying I would have won a hundred tournaments if I threw on a skirt and called myself that, uh, that dude is as feminine as a Ford 50 F one D- fifty. Daly Don't care. He don't give a shit about anything. Um, I'm glad big name guys like this are standing up. Cause it's, I think 2024 is the year of the call out. We've seen cat Williams. We've seen all these different cats coming out. Dave Chappelle, John Daly ripping his people. Uh, Sean Strickland um, doing that the other day. And then he loses in a, in a match that I thought he dominated, but I guess I don't know shit about MMA. Um, it's the year of the call out, man. I, I you think this is gonna happen more and more and more in sports like golf?
0: It should. I mean, there's there's no reason it shouldn't. I mean, like I was talking to Ben last night, actually. I was on his podcast, and we were discussing it. And I was I mean, has common sense just gone out of the window? I mean,
3: <laughs> is is it not yeah. I mean
0: seriously, I mean what what does it take for any you know decent human being, right? Obviously, uh, none of us are perfect, but just, just to see this and what what re- doesn't register in your head to where this isn't okay, this is not right, and this is not normal. Like what, what? I don't, I don't, I don't get it. You know what's the cool part about it, Smitty and, and, and Achilles? This is an issue I have. Like
2: the individual sports are the ones that are being allowed more than the team sport, which blows my mind. Like a sport like golf, where it's one on one, and it comes down to, can I get the ball closer to the pin than you earlier than you? Which is a strength of a genetically gifted human. Number yep. one, swimming. One on one in a swimming pool where I have bigger, bigger and better lats than you, yep. stronger pectoral muscles, and longer fucking feet, I can win. Like, I don't understand how that is being allowed. I could see it if it was a team sport and I could hide. Somebody, but
1: now nah, the team sport wouldn't work because I the, the, know, the, know, the locker it. rooms would it wouldn't go down that no, way. No, doubt, no <laughs> yeah,
2: doubt. It just but but I'm just saying, is. like this shit's really, the shit's many. The individual sports worse because like our daughters may be racing this motherfucker, and now we got to you know what I'm saying like to me this is just becoming a, a, a it is a shit. It's a clown show. I uh, just be honest, it's a clown show, and that's mm-hmm. just what I don't get. And I hope it changes, man. I hope people like John Strawn, Strickland, Cat Williams, Chappelle voices can get everybody else on board and just say, listen, I don't care what you do and who you are and what's what side of the fence you're on, but let's do what's right.
0: <laughs> That's all I care about. It's uh, cool too, because I'm not going to say any any names, but uh I, I talked to one of their uh well his former name Haley Scott or Haley Davidson. It was Scott Davidson. And you know, there's somebody in the golf industry, you know kind of in the same avenue as me and you know the the whole golf influence whatever you want to call it he actually went to high school with Scott and he said man he was waxing over these dudes in high school like he was he was dominating them and it's almost like what what went off in his head to where oh that's not good enough I have like what I mean what do you I mean what do y'all think I mean how does that work it's obviously this
2: guy was good in high school as a guy Yeah.
0: yeah
2: yeah and now
0: he figures I have to go beat women
1: I, yeah i don't know i'm i
0: don't get it i mean I, yeah i don't know it's i don't know what to say i mean yeah i'm speechless <laughs> honestly you speechless. i think hey, it's you, man, appreciate jumping yeah. on here, we gotta do it more often
2: man especially as we get into live we're gonna have to do like maybe get you on here once a week or something and i'll come on yeah. whatever you got and and we'll do like a breakdown on the on the on the on the actual live and how it's going and compare to pga and all that rory now has at least come back and settled and retracted and i think he realizes that big fish eat little fish and that the saudis uh have ate uh, little fish for a long time and i think he realizes they're screwed because you and i know the number uh, in the red that they are so they're yeah. gonna need the saudi group uh to survive um what is going on don't,
0: don't be surprised if rory ends up and live next i mean hey. Hey, Smitty, so you know
2: some context behind. Rory is the biggest like pro PJ yeah. advocate. He's been like kind of an asshole basically about everything, and um, he now is kind of changing his tone because he realizes John Rom, his one of his better friends, left uh, mm, other people, no and they're like, "Well, shit, maybe I'm going to be on this island alone." So that's why he's kind of been the Tiger Woods trying. He wants to be Tiger Woods, Smitty, so bad because Tiger's really not around anymore as he once was. So when Tiger's not there, the PGA loses a lot of luster. You know, the, right. the Masters is only watched because fucking Tiger Woods goes to the motherfucker. So this guy, Rory, has been trying to take over that fame, and it hasn't worked. And so only thing he can do is hate on the live, the new tournament. So that's kind of what right. the context is behind this Rory thing.
3: Well, like Makes
0: you told great summary, like I'd tell Rory, play better. Well, he, what he did, he just won in Dubai. You know, I don't... I don't know how strong that field was but you know congrats but there's nobody there's nobody uh, can you. you can take this to the bank cash it and you know all you can come get me this year if he does win one but I'm telling you right now Rory McIlroy will not win a major in 2024 it will not happen <sighs>
5: Mm, stand have, on that
0: he said it on, y'all he will stand on it he will not win a major in 2024 he will not and I'll take I'll take bets you know you got you got my IG handle I'll, I'll send you my Venmo
2: <laughs> let's do it let's do it I don't agree I agree with you I, I can't stand a motherfucker anyway I met him and, and you know Pat and I don't like the motherfucker but anyway um <laughs> Can't wait to have we'll have to do it though. We we'll have to do a thing once it once the league, once it starts back up and, and yeah, get let's going. Get on, let's it.
0: get on here in a few weeks or you know, soon discuss our my COVID picks and whatnot. And you know, we'll keep we'll keep doing it. Hell yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Let's do that. And then I'll see you in Vegas either way. For sure. Like I said, I appreciate y'all, you know, taking the time and having me on here. You know, much love. So no doubt. All right. Pleasure meeting you, my guy. The yes, white Achilles, Smitty, the white Achilles joins the show and, uh, drunk by
2: the turn. Follow him on social media, Instagram and Twitter. Much love dog. I'll see you uh, soon. I'll talk to you later on. Yep. Peace, boys. Peace. Peace. Um, drunk by the turn. Hey, Smitty, we, uh, we do real shit on the show. We bring cats that haven't, that most cats won't bring on. We bring real cats. He's a huge influencer in the golf community, by the way. I think he's got like 500,000 Instagram followers. Mm. He's, he's got a big following. Um, and uh he's controversial with his takes he talks a lot of shit i'm 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 actually I'm like how i'm shocked that he was real monotone and cool and calm and collective um he gets <laughs> after he gets after the clowns out there i'm telling you right now but he goes on every tour of many he, he's he's behind the ropes he's filming it he's doing everything with the golfers and pat loves the kid he's a young you know he's bailey's age yeah
1: i can see he's young yeah he's young, but I, nah, so he, he's shout out to now. him
2: and uh We do the golf. Hey, there's a lot of money in golf, Big Smitty, so shit. Uh, You can say what you want to say, but shit, I bet you wouldn't be talking that shit if you got some of that money. (laughs) Not at all, Not you, but the fans that talk shit. Uh, All right, Big Smitty, we got some shit to do. We got some shit
1: to talk about here. Yeah, it's time to get the brass tacks. You've been dodging me. You've been trying to, like, avoid. You want to go to the golf route today out of nowhere. You wanted to fucking, you know what I mean? We don't never do golf on a Monday. Usually golf is a Wednesday, Thursday, middle of the week, kind of. He bought golf on a Monday after fucking playoff divisional round. He's doing whatever he can to avoid highlighting my main man, Lamar Jeffrey Jackson, who took his team to the AFC Championship. And let me remind y'all once – Oh, that man's still fast. Let me remind y'all once again that at the beginning of the season, I predicted that the Baltimore Ravens would be in a Super Bowl. Now they are one game away from doing what I said months ago. And JB don't have anything to even counter that. There's nothing you can say right now that can take away this. Lamar, he's right. He threw for 140 yards. He won the fucking game. Four touchdowns. No turnovers. Efficient. Ran the ball well when he had to. Threw the ball well when he had to. Defense did their thing, of course. And the Ravens is in the AFC championship game, man. More
2: time the show off with a very nice, eloquent way to say field goal kickers help quarterbacks become goats, and field goal kickers create quarterbacks downfalls. And that gets no credit, huh? I get no credit on saying any of that. On this cat, so this cat, you're gonna give this guy all this fucking credit and praise.
1: Come on, man! You can't move. You can't move the goalpost, though. Nah, At first, Lamar it. Lamar can't win and again. He doesn't win the playoffs when it matters. Well, he's an AFC Championship. Right, game. But hold on, he's one of four teams left. So, point, all right, so what's next? Was, my point was, though, like field
2: goal kickers help Mahomes, Brady hurts guys like Jordan Love this weekend. Where where everyone's bashing me for my take? It's crazy how nobody came out and and, and countered my take. That I'm like, hey. We did a vertical short on TikTok. It's got like five hundred thousand views, and don't be shocked if Jordan Love wins in Frisco. And nobody ever, everybody, like, whatever, you crazy, but nobody said shit. It was quiet as fuck during the game, homie. I was, the, I was like, damn. Twitter cricket. Let me, let me see. Touchdown.
1: First.
2: Th- nah, I thought I had a cricket thing. <laughs> But it's a real, so we're trying to do crickets uh, live. Uh, oh, so hold, hold up, hold up. Don't I have a cricket thing? God damn, it. that was an epic fail. You a slap dick, pretty Why much. Why you calling me slap dick? Cause...
1: Epic fail, huh? Eric with the wrench. God damn, put the crickets on there.
2: Hey, so look, Smitty, if you guys, if you a few people out there in the world don't fucking just come out and say I'm correct about certain things, having to go certain ways for guys to be called certain things. Now that's a great way to put it. goes, goes both ways The goat to the hero or this donkey's ass or the hero or whatever you want to say. Then don't talk to me and say that defenses <laughs> don't help a quarterback. Because this last night, just last night, of course, do you know that Josh Allen ran 74 offensive plays to Mahomes' 43? Doubled them, Almost doubled it. And I thought Buffalo dominated the line of scrimmage. I thought Buffalo was running the ball down their throat. I don't know what happened, why they got out of running the football, like as much as they did in the sec- first half, in the second half. I don't know why they abandoned the run. I really don't. This is the old Bills that you put everything on Josh Allen – and you expect him to be miracle maker. And it's like, dog, you put too much pressure on a cat. Let's just be honest real quick. Because I, I, we don't want to spend too much on Lamar tomorrow because I'm going to get pause. Huh. Tag team tomorrow with Tank Johnson and Smitty about Lamar. So I, I'm holding my ammo for that day. So today's more of a Mahomes. Is that fair? That's fair. Because I don't want to use all of our.
1: That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's thumbnails. Um, Let's talk Mahomes and Allen.
2: But Holmes and Allen, we're going to talk Purdy, too, and, and Jordan Love. I Tomorrow's a big Lamar day, so make sure you guys all tune in tomorrow because I'm going to dice Tank and Smitty. So let me ask you. Uh, last night, Josh Allen was again leaned on to be the hero. And they abandoned the run with Cook. They When they did throw the ball to Kincaid and got the ball to the tight end, that was their most success. Um, I got to ask you, though, what does Buffalo have that stands out to you other than Josh Allen and Cook? Because you can't say Stefan Diggs. He is a no-show in big games. And then what he does is he refuses to talk to the media after the games when he loses, but talks about everything when he wins this guy man is the biggest bus wide receiver in football and i there's no way this team currently constructed can stay together and be successful and this guy josh allen by sheer beat downs every year body damage continuing to run him into the ground which is similar to what i say about Lamar being injured when you run him around he's not sustainable blah 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 it's no different than Josh Allen he is wearing himself down and he's losing time on a super bowl window like his window's shrinking dog and and Mahomes is his daddy he owns him it is what it is in Orchard Park in Arrowhead Mahomes owns the dude and listen, Mahomes went on the road. He actually threw the ball across the line of scrimmage. Very, very good. Stepping into the pocket. He threw the ball down the field. And he uh, threw for 215 yards, I think. Uh, it was he a bad good. weather game. He looked I'm good,
1: though. I can't lie. He, he, played,
2: he played better than I've seen him play in a while. I like what I saw for the most part. Uh, he missed two good corner route balls that I thought I would like to see him make to be like, all right, this guy, you know, this motherfucker can make those throws, which he he didn't. He missed them. But he made throws when it mattered. Um, Pacheco is a workhorse back. Um, and Kelsey showed up. Kelsey showed up, finally, versus Stefan Diggs not showing up. He had three catches for 20 yards, Big Smitty. In a game like that, how does your best receiver have three catches for 20 yards? And you drop – A 70-yard dime piece. Like, I. this may be one of the best footballs I've seen thrown in a game. Into a win, Smitty. He threw the motherfucker 70 yards in a football game. This wasn't like you and I outside (laughs) throwing it on air. Right, right, right. In a football game, in a playoff game, hit his fifth step with a hit, climb the pocket, delivers the ball on time. Ooh, he launched that thing. And Diggs can't catch the football. Um. Again, everyone's talking on Twitter today about Allen missing digs on a shallow crosser when he tried to throw the touchdown in the to win the game. Yeah, and I'm like, when when eventually when does a quarterback lose faith in the motherfucker? How do you know he wouldn't have dropped that motherfucker?
1: Yeah, so you don't like, lose
2: faith in your top receiver. Stop. Yeah.
1: Not your top You're gonna
2: lose your 30 Mahomes lost faith and and Van Scantling and, and 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 fucking uh and and what's his name that was offsized earlier? Hold on. Season?
1: Exactly. Hold on. You you, you see how you, you don't know names? That's why he lost faith. <laughs> if he if Mahomes had Stefan Diggs, he ain't losing faith in Stephon D. I don't care how many passes the motherfucker drop. That ain't happening. There. If you can't remember the motherfucker name, that's why you lose faith. You know what, man, now, The cat that was offsized that they that there, there is Tony, because there is Tony Tony, like. He lost
2: faith in Tony. That motherfucker, by the way, he's not out there for a reason. He's he lost faith in him. He got hurt, I think, but he lost faith in him. And I'm glad Van Scantling, whatever fucking name it, made some plays the other day, by the way. I'm glad he actually made some plays for Mahomes. But it's ironic that when receivers make plays for their quarterback like they did last night, Rice came up big. Kelsey came up big versus where you've seen him been dropping balls and they lose the game. That's the difference, dog. That's the difference. Mahomes now is six-time AFC title game appear. We're going to anoint him if he wins this one. Fuck. There ain't no coming back from that for me. It ain't. Uh, so, But uh, if they would have caught the ball for Josh Allen, that's the fine line discussion I want to have. That's football, though, JB. That's, that, that's all, what I'm that's saying, the, though. I, I know. But that's just what I'm saying, though. Just remember, it's just a fine line. How do you dissect the difference in greatness, though, of the two Qs when one Moment. guy's stats are much better than the guy that won stats? One guy actually is this guy. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Like, no, it's w- tough. We, <laughs> we always give the edge to the winners, though. That's just what it is. That's that's what it's always been. I always bring up Tom Brady. The reason why Tom Brady is the GOAT isn't because he just outstatted Peyton Manning during their tenure when they were both playing head-to-head and, and against each other. Not necessarily that is because he, he found ways to win. He made plays in the biggest moments of the game. Even if it ended in a field goal, he led them to get to field goal range for Adam Vinatieri to kick it and win the game. So that's what it is. There's certain guys who just has like that it factor and they just have, they have that quote unquote, good luck, but good luck happens when you, when you prepare, when you put yourself in position to be lucky and, Mahomes just seems to be that that guy. I'm not saying he's Brady, but he seems to be like this generation's version of that, meaning that everything has to go through the Chiefs. Like, if you're if you're going to go to the Super Bowl, you got to beat the Chiefs. Like, like that's the team to beat. And that's the same way I felt growing up as a coach fan playing against Brady and Belichick's Patriots. It's like everything had to go through them. And good lose. morning,
2: Matt, Matt McChesney, 6-0 Academy, joining us. Uh, I want to... Address, first of all, real quick, before we get into Matt joining us, I want to address uh, D. Jones said, stop it. When people were trying to blame Miss Holmes receivers, you weren't having it. That's not what I said at all. I said, People drop balls, and guess what? You got to come back and win the game still in regards of a drop ball. That's what I said. I did not say it wasn't a good ball. I did not say – I did a live on Twitter that night that he dropped the ball to win the game. What are we talking about here? I said, great ball, great job. Drop ball. (laughs) So I would actually counter it and say, why is not nobody talking about Stephon Diggs dropping the ball for Josh Allen last night? What are you talking about, D. Jones? Shut the fuck up. So, anyway, Big Matt's here. What up? Um, mm-hmm. What did you think about this weekend's games? Next week, they're all on Sunday. I'm going to have football palooza, Smitty. Uh, they're all on Sunday next week. What are your thoughts on the first one? Let's dive into uh, the Lions and Bucks, Uh, Or let's dive into Lamar and the Texans, um, the Ravens-Texans Saturday uh, morning. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a good first half, 10 to 10 ball game. I thought they dialed up a good defense. They got pressure on Lamar. Uh, CJ was pretty – was balling, I thought. Um, 10 10 ball game, and then I just think attrition by the masses just ate up at them when they started running the football. And uh, I just think Lamar Factor took over with his feet, 100 yards rushing, two touchdowns. I just think that's too hard to counter um, for a guy that's CJ without Tank Dale. Um and I thought that was the issue there. Um,
4: okay, so look, Lamar Jackson's the MVP. It's not It's not a debate. Um, and this guy's got to get his flowers at some point. And if they do find a way to beat Kansas City at home, which I think they're the better football team, you know, just top to bottom. So the equalizer is going to be the experience and Andy Reid and, you know, Patrick Mahomes. Can you, look, the Buffalo game, watching it, I felt like Buffalo could have won, but Kansas City's got championship DNA and Buffalo's trying to figure out how to get it. So, you know, Baltimore's kind of in that same boat. Harbaugh's got championship DNA, but nobody else there has really been part of a championship unit. Uh, I don't even know if there's anybody on that squad other than was Justin Tucker there when they won all that? time? Yeah, he was. I
1: think think so. I I, I don't know
4: if they even have a guy on the roster. (laughs) OBJ. No, not with the first Super Bowl. With the oh, I, I,
1: I'm sorry. I, I thought you meant just I mean, Super Bowl. Bowl guys general.
4: Super Bowl experience, but not winning in Baltimore. So, look, Baltimore is tough. They're ruckus. They they bring it. I love their defense. Queen and, and Smith in the middle are incredibly talented. I mean, I feel like I'm watching Willis and Bowman. Um, I, you know, I, I think Baltimore was a little sluggish in the first half. The punt return touchdown didn't wake up houston it woke up the ravens and they walked in at halftime and said okay fuck this we're done and they they beat the shit out of cj stroud he couldn't get anything done all day houston's now houston's got something they they are on the up like i i wouldn't be surprised if they win the south again next year it's going to be a very competitive division uh you know i think the colts are going to be much improved i think the jaguars are going to be really good after struggling. Um, And, you know, I I think the Titans will be better than they were. So I just look, Lamar Jackson is the MVP. Lamar Jackson is now going to be a two time MVP. And if they make the Super Bowl and figure out a way to to dub it, at some point, the man's got to get his flowers. So I was super impressed by what I saw from him yesterday, the way he manipulated the pocket, his delivery, his accuracy, his he didn't run a lot all year, kind of saving it for the playoffs and went off four total touchdowns. I feel like Lamar could probably do that every week if he wanted to, but I think he's trying to fit himself into a more mature version of himself. You know, like, just because he can do something doesn't mean he's going to. So I was really, really impressed with the Ravens. Um, They looked like the number one seed, whereas San Francisco looked like they were – scared shitless and like played really tight and the minute Debo went out of the game they were like oh my god so you know I uh I I think that Baltimore right now is the class of the NFL bro and they are just they impress the shit out of me totally
2: I mean let me let me throw out a, a monkey wrench in this whole thing um I want to I want to I want to throw this out there because uh I've had people on here who have three weeks ago people were trying to Ask Mike Tomlin to leave the the Steelers, get out, blah, blah, blah. And then they go to the playoffs and he's the best thing again. Um, I want to know from Matt McChesney uh, and a real honest opinion from Big Smitty, Mm -hmm. what is the difference between Mike Tomlin and John Harbaugh? Please make me understand because I'm confused (laughs) as shit. And I want to know why no one brings it up. I want to know why no one's brought it up. How does Mike Tomlin take so much heat and he's so mid, but guess what? Mike Tomlin's mid? Yeah. Right, where
4: is this argument coming from? Well, he's
2: he's only He's, he's got know. less playoff wins. Here, here's the thing. Oh, no. Come on, Smitty. We just talked about it. They're, Mike McCarthy and Tomlin have literally almost the same playoff record. Tomlin hasn't won a Super Bowl since 08 or whatever. And – Playoff-wise, he hasn't won in eight years. He's on a drought, blah, blah, blah. Tell me the difference between that and John Harbaugh, who gets nothing but flower after flower after flower. Please explain it, because I'm here for it. Because John Harbaugh hasn't done shit either. And if he don't win this year, what is going to be the excuse for this one? Because Tomlin takes heat every year. And John Harbaugh gets anointed every year. John Harbaugh hasn't fucking won anything since 2012.
1: Well, so, I'm, what do you mean by once? So, he you say win anything, you mean just Super
2: Bowl, right? i confused on like playoff, playoffs and Super
4: Bowl. Yeah. i won uh, playoff I'm, games. Well, I'm, I guess I'm confused on, I know McCarthy and, and Harbaugh and Tomlin, the standards a little bit higher because they have won a Super Bowl, but. Like, I'm not saying either of you are saying this, but is the narrative out there that these three are, like, not good coaches or something? Yes. Well, I mean, I'm on I'm on under, under the understanding wow. that McCarthy is a little gun-shy in the playoffs and probably, you know, should – might, you know, think about changing things in that regard. He's had a lot of opportunities, only one Super Bowl. But, I mean, Tomlin's never had a losing season, and – I mean, I understand that the probably the people in Pittsburgh are a little fed up that they're only going ten and six, nine and eight, whatever the whatever it was, and they can use that against him. But looking around the rest of the National Football League, I mean, consistency is pretty fucking tough. And they are super consistent. Um, at, at least being competitive, and that's pretty much what's, what you won every year. And then with Harbaugh, like I, I've never heard anybody criticize Harbaugh that way. I think he's That's my point to this. I kind of love the fact that Tomlin and Harbaugh are in the same division. They play each other twice. There's so much consistency between the two squads. It's one of the things that makes Baltimore-Pittsburgh such a great game every year. I fucking love watching
2: that. You just said what my argument is. He he always gets flowers. He never gets criticized. He hasn't done shit since Mike Tomlin has done shit. So I'm trying to figure out why does Tomlin take so much
4: heat? And this dude does it. Are you it? You're saying he hasn't done shit?
2: He hasn't done shit since his Super Bowl. He's he's two now. He is back to two and three in the playoff with Lamar Jackson. He's two yeah,
4: and. They had the number one seed three years ago. They were fourteen and two. I mean, that, that saying is they
1: haven't done shit. That I don't know if I. Well, see, the thing is, Matt JB's like they Super Bowl that. or bust. Like <laughs> yeah. Super Bowl, you ain't did shit, and I, that's where I'm not. I, I don't. You ain't agree with did that shit. League. I'm. I'm. Comp- don't
2: change his goalposts now. I'm comparing him and Mike Tomlin. We were just vilifying Mike Tomlin on this show last week about him not winning and people trying to. fight him. What is the
1: difference you between him and Tom? Di- dip- well, the difference.
2: Question, homie. Well, well, one, one.
1: I, really I, one. A, I'm not we, thinking.
4: Not me. I'm yeah, you're saying Tomlin.
2: The, I mean, it,
1: but the, the I media, know, was, the I'm media was saying, doing it. The answer the question it. between the two. What is the? I'm going to answer. I'm going to answer it. I'm going to answer it. It. Yeah, the difference. I'm going to answer it. Mike Tomlin, although he has, he's never had a losing record. Matt Mission, the guy's nine and eight. He's like ten and seven. He's like barely making the playoffs. Where Harbaugh was a number one seed two years, two years ago. He's a number one seed now. The Ravens are winning 12, 13 games year in and year out. They have won playoff games, where Tommy has not won playoff games in the last couple of years. So you ask the difference, I'm telling you the difference. John Harbaugh, as especially as of late, the last five years, I would say, has had more success than the Steelers. That, that's why I think
5: they're difference. No, he hasn't.
1: No, he hasn't. Why what? what do you mean? What How has Harbaugh it? had more success at? I just told you. I just told you. This is first AFC title
2: game since the Super Bowl, bro.
4: Hey, is
2: is Bailey on today?
4: Yes. So Bailey, can you look up like if we're we're gonna do this? So I I don't know because I'm on live on TikTok here. So everybody, go follow me at six What do you want to know? I got it all up. What do you want to know? Well, okay. So the the Steelers' last Super Bowl win was ten against Green Bay. the The Ravens' last uh, twelve appearance and win was twelve against. Is San Francisco won the blackout bowl. So, since uh, let's say since thirteen, I'm it was thirteen when they replaced Flacco with Lamar, and then when did they replace Roethlisberger? Two years ago.
2: No, no, Lamar hasn't been there twelve years. Yeah, Lamar ain't been here that long. Lamar hasn't been, been here this six, first, is
4: six, seven. This is six, seven. So, so Flacco played for what another three or four years in Baltimore before they replaced him with Lamar.
2: They had Flacco.
1: They also had. uh on, yo. Flack,
2: Flack Lamar replaced
4: Flacco. Flacco got benched by Lamar. So I
1: know Lamar ain't been here for ten plus well, years. I'm yeah. just saying, yeah. Like
4: it's kind of they're kind of mirror images of each other. They had great, they, great. I'm not trying to fucking anoint them. I'm just saying Flacco and Roethlisberger probably will end up in the Hall of Fame. Like both of them have Super Bowls, MVPs. Roethlisberger has more. Lamar
2: came in 18.
4: They both had to replace, uh, you know, great quarterbacks that helped them win. Baltimore did it with Lamar Jackson. It's taken them this long to make it, you know, to the mountaintop again. And then they're only in the AFC title game. Uh, Pittsburgh has not reached that yet. They haven't figured out a way to replace Roethlisberger. And even when they had been at the end of his career, they remember they had a couple of years where you know they were the number 1 seed they they had the killer bees they lost to Jacksonville in the division round you know they had a they had a great season they were 11 and 0 3 years ago and then they fell off of a cliff and kind of Philadelphia Eagles like they like the Eagles did this year and they lost to Cleveland and Baker Mayfield in the division round so i, I don't know man i think that both of these fan bases the media pundits everybody if you're saying that, you know, even the McCarthy, you know, uh, argument, and now the the argument we're going to have with McDermott today about Buffalo and him being replaced. Sometimes, sometimes, and I'm going to use John Fox as an, as an example for this, for the Broncos. John Fox had the Denver rolling with Peyton Manning. They were number one seed. They were setting records. They were killing people. But they lost a the divisional round playoff game to the Colts and Andrew Luck, and it was bad. And people in Denver revolted, and it was bad. And the only thing they could really change was John. So they went and fired John Fox. They hired Gary Kubiak, and boom, that was the edge to put them over, get them to the Super Bowl and win it. Not just get there like Foxy did with them with Seattle and get hammered. So I don't know if the answer in Pittsburgh and and Baltimore are potentially get rid of the coach, and that's the edge. Baltimore is still playing. I don't know if the problem in Pittsburgh is the coach. I Now, looking at McCarthy and, and Dallas, I was kind of surprised that he didn't get fired. But at the same time, Jerry Jones wants to ride this one more time and see if it works. So
2: I know. I'm just asking the, the fact the that weird, we hear so tip. much every year, fire, fire, Tomlin, and I don't ever hear fire, Harbaugh. That's my whole point. And literally – they have the same postseason accolades, literally. Uh, well, And Harbaugh not only is the winningest coach in Baltimore history, he's the losingest coach in Baltimore history, and we all know because that's attrition and longevity. Okay, just, yeah, so really, really but what I'm saying, he's also <laughs> the most losing postseason head coach. Well, he's been there for I time. mean, he's been there and more.
1: Yeah, that's just like <laughs>
2: – Well, I'm just saying. Yeah, like, yeah, what, yeah, what, he, what are we talking, talking about? Good. He hasn't won since 12 – and I just want the same energy. But again, to my point to start the show, Matt, we are only a what have you done for me like lately business. We only care about what's going on now. He's in the AFC title game now, so he gets a pass. If he would have lost yesterday, I still don't believe he would take
4: the same heat as Mike Tomlin. He wouldn't have been fired, and Mike Tom. Like I look, the heat is different though. Look at the la, look at. Okay, just bring up the last. Five years of records thank and
1: you like why are we doing regular season
4: yeah Baltimore's got a better record than Pittsburgh does over those states I don't have it in front of me again my phone is being occupied so it's a fact we, we can sit here and talk about like opinions but just what are the numbers like I know I know for a fact that Tomlin's had the number one seed at least twice in the last six years or at least won the division at least twice Baltimore's have the number one seed at least two or three times in the last five or six years. Uh, Probably twice, I'd say, but they've been in the playoffs pretty consistently as well. I don't even know. Has Cincinnati even won the division? Uh, Yeah, yeah. They won won the division, what, right after COVID when they beat the Raiders, if I remember correctly? They won it last year, too, I believe, right? I don't. I don't know. I think Cincinnati didn't win it last year, and then they hosted Baltimore. Lamar didn't play. Huntley did, and then Cincinnati beat Buffalo in Orchard Park in the division round. So, uh, look, I, I'm. I don't think you're going to get the same kind of like. You're not going to get the same. I thought you get the answer. That's Before, what. A- <laughs> Baltimore. Well, there's no. I don't have an answer for you, bro.
1: Well, I mean, I, I gave it. An answer. Answer. Hey, I gave an it. An hey,
2: I like it, though. I I'm saying, period. There's no answer to it. Uh, the people, Nobody's going to answer it because the fact of the matter is, this dude has literally the same accolades postseason wise, and we'll vilify Lamar Jackson for not winning. He, every day I'm on this show, right? Miss Mitty, two and three record playoff. But Harbaugh continues to get a pass. Well, like, we're the number one
4: seed, JB. <laughs> like you, you're, you're criticizing the a number one seed that just won thirty eight to ten. It, it just don't no, make sense. I'm not
2: criticizing yeah. it. I'm asking you to compare the two coaches from okay, the last thinking, time they won like something. Neither one of them
4: are fireable. Neither one. Both. Well, we tried I to fire Tom it, three it, weeks ago. I think it's fuck. I. Not me. Well, we, I think, we, it's well, fucking I think well, it's I, I'm saying media the world. I think it's ridiculous that both of them are even talked about in this light. I, I agree. They should be they should be like put on a pedestal about consistency and like actually staying in one place for a long time and the ownership and the fact that the Steelers have had three head coaches in their fucking entire like goddamn life pretty much and Still so here here on, real quick. They are too. Like that's the old Browns organization. That's consistency right there. That's a good thing.
2: Let's move on after this, but since 2014, the Steelers have 3 playoff wins. The Ravens have 2. Okay. <laughs> now they have 3 since last night. They're both tied since 2014 with 3 postseason wins. What's wrong with that? I'm not I'm not saying nothing's wrong with it, but you but I'm trying to figure out how hardball is so great, and Tomlin every year is on the cusp of getting fired. They have the same
1: postseason accolades. Well, I'm gonna say then I think the pro- yeah, the pro- yeah,
2: nobody wants to bring it up. The
1: problem is no, that Mike Thomas shouldn't be on the cusp of being fired. Whoever's that saying that, I'm saying he shouldn't. I'm saying that it's more so he shouldn't. I, I, I think we're looking at it from a standpoint. Well, Thomas on the hot seat, Harbaugh's been on the hot seat. I'm saying neither one of these motherfuckers. Hey, I'm, not not both great I'm not talking to you. i know, I know, I
4: know. The media thinks
1: that. I, I, the world does, and I
2: only hear Tomlin, Tomlin, Tomlin. I never hear Harbaugh ever. Like, That's because Tomlin's
4: on vacation and Harbaugh's playing in the AFC title game.
1: This year, but not, 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 not last year, watch. not every other year. And the Ravens' highs are have been higher than the Steelers' high from a regular season standpoint. They've I been, think the, one has Lamar Jackson and
2: Woffersberger retired from the other place. That's well, what but, I think well, the real is. Let's just well, be truthful.
4: Everybody that wants to bitch about Lamar Jackson and uh, – Every franchise, fan base, every one of you motherfuckers could have had him last year. He was a free agent. So if Pittsburgh was smart, they would have signed his ass, period. Right. So all these, like, oh, Lamar Jackson can't play. Lamar Jackson's this, Lamar Jackson's that. Lamar Jackson's the MVP with the number one seed and about to hoist a Lombardi if they do it right. So,
2: and I, and just, it goes to all this coaches. This is why I bring it up. Like, you go talk to we, – we're talking Shanahan. Like, you almost lost that. Let's be honest. Let's transition to this game, the Niner game, the second game that day. Uh, Jordan Love, I thought, played well. I think he's playing as well as any quarterback in the league towards the last yes, World 10 games. Um, 22 touchdowns and one pick. He threw two picks in that game, um, which I thought was, again, uh, this is my take on this whole – thanks, uh, Big Matt – Jordan Love today, right now, is considered a losing quarterback, a loser because he lost. The Green Bay Packers, in my opinion, just cannot figure out the 49ers organization as a whole. Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre, you name it, the Niners have owned this organization in the playoffs. Having said that, though, the Packers go up 10 points if the fucking kicker makes a kick. And we anointed Tom Brady to start the show as a GOAT because how many he's won. And I'm saying, well, you take Adam Vinatieri away and we don't fucking know how many Josh uh, Tom Brady has. Last night or two nights ago, Jordan Love wins that game, beats the Niners if the field goal kicker makes a fucking kick. And the same goes for Josh Blackout. Allen. We, 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 we blast him. They missed a field goal last night. Um, we we I'm curious on your take on this thing. Shanahan gets anointed the same way as Harbaugh, in my opinion, with zero Super Bowl wins. And uh, if he would have lost the other night, is he not fireable?
4: No, I think Purdy would have taken the brunt if if they would have lost. And it's when is Shanahan
2: going to take the brunt? Like he has to win this year, correct? He's not, he's not going to. He's there again. It's a
4: consistent consistency thing in san francisco and in my opinion i remember saying this at the beginning of the year and i'll ride with it uh they may win this weekend and go to the super bowl but brock purdy will be the reason they do not win a super bowl and he was almost the reason they didn't they didn't go to the nfc title game on on saturday because he played extremely average that bad and i when he's when he when D-
1: leaves the field
2: mad keep it okay. real
4: they're bad. So they're not bad, but the, their system and the way that they run it, with all their motions right. and the, you know, the spacing and it's, you know, the way that each guy, Iu can Kittle and check and Christian and, you know, Debo and all these different cats, the way they fit into the system, it's like they're perfect chess pieces. But each chess piece can't play the other one. Like we can't we can't take a rook and make him a horse. We can't take a horse and make him, you know, a pawn like that's not the way this works here in this system. So and honestly, it's not the way you really want it to work. But at the same time, you shouldn't your offense shouldn't just nosedive after one guy leaves unless that one guy is your quarterback. I mean, because he's the facilitator. So I guess my thing is here with San Francisco is are they super talented? Oh, yeah, they're fucking ridiculous. They got dudes everywhere. But the quarterback position, Brock Purdy. I mean, I, Cam Newton got shit on for saying this, but he's right. Brock Purdy's the ultimate game management dog. He's not an elite quarterback. He's a good quarterback that's surrounded by the most, like some of the most talent I've ever seen. I mean, it 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 kind of reminds me of like, you know, when you're when you're talking about like uh, NFL franchises where the quarterbacks are not the number one guy. You remember in 2 how good Tampa Bay was? And like Brad Johnson's a good quarterback. He was always good, but far from great. And he just stepped in and Gruden said, just don't fuck this up. Yeah, I don't need you to be Superman. Just don't screw it up. And Brad Johnson didn't have an ego. And he had enough common sense to know that they had a great defense. Check. San Francisco has a great defense. They could run the shit out of the ball. Check. They, San Francisco can run the shit out of the ball. They've got big play receivers that if you put them in position can win you football games. Check San Francisco's got that the same way Tampa had McCardle and Keyshawn Johnson and all them cats. So the what Purdy has to figure out is how to win when his back's against the wall. And to give him credit, he the the last the last fucking you know drive of the game, he stepped up, put his nuts on the line. And they score. So tip of the cap to you, Brock. But I think when San Francisco has to line up in shotgun and all of the gadgets and gizmos and motions and all the little intricacies that Shanahan and his offense puts into it, no one's biting on that shit anymore when you're down. No one's biting when you're even in the middle of the third going into the fourth. They're not biting on that anymore. And then it comes down to your quarterback being able to actually deliver the football when they know you're throwing. And I don't know if that's, I watched him try and do that against Baltimore, and they beat the shit out of him on Christmas Day. So if I'm San Francisco, I'm really worried about that. I don't know if you if they do lose, whether it's championship game, which if Detroit won that game and went to the Super Bowl, that would be crazy. So fucking cool. I thought it would be Detroit and Cleveland. Half of that dream died. But still, Detroit might be able to get there if this all happens, I don't know if replacing the head coach and the quarterback at the same time is feasible or smart. And I think that Lynch's Lynch's like John Lynch, the GM, his relationship with Shanahan is so strong and they believe in what they're doing so much that it will be, all right, we need to replace the quarterback again. Think about this. Why didn't San Francisco have to go after Lamar Jackson? They didn't go after Aaron Rogers. Like if you put, Lamar Jackson on the Niners because he was a, an unrestricted. This is what I don't understand: unrestricted free agent that's about to win the MVP and has the number one seed in the in the AFC. That is nuts, and nobody wanted him. Right? Nobody wanted him. Like, I'm sorry, but the NFL looks like a bunch of fucking morons right now.
2: Um, okay. Let me let's talk about the. We're gonna dive into Lamar tomorrow with Tank and in y- and yourself. Hopefully you could join in. I know you're yeah, on fucking nope. Let me say pa- pause. You probably three three t- team me. Um, so let me uh triple team me. I guess um. Ain't nobody putting your feet in the air, dog. Chill. I know. Um, uh, uh, pause. Yuck. Whatever you guys say. Pause. Um, let me ask you, motherfucker. He's the only baby on the group. I'm with you
4: over here. Shit.
2: Let me let me ask you the, the, the 49ers in the Green Bay saying like I don't know if Detroit can beat the Niners. I don't know that question. Obviously, none of nobody knows. Everyone thought the Niners were gonna mud stomp the Green Bay Packers, and Green Bay actually, I thought, controlled the game, uh, for the most part. It should have won. Um, should have won the game. Aaron Rodgers, I mean Aaron Jones is playing on an all time. I mean, I was like, fuck, there's no stopping. It. They're gonna fucking play Detroit in the no, fucking that's
4: not a bit good play, dog. Yeah, he could play. Look, um, or the, Tony. the Packers are on the fucking – the Packers and
2: Houston next year, those two teams are going to be real
4: good if they can stay healthy.
2: Yeah, young young wideout crew in Green Bay. Uh, Jordan Love, I think they're going to throw a big bag at him. Um, he should. He's earned it. So let's dive into last night's game in Buffalo. Sean McDermott, again, has come up short. Um, here's amazing. my question to you. And this is going to be one that probably is not out there uh, in the mainstream media today. I know for a fact that this job in Atlanta has been offered to a guy named Bill Belichick. He's interviewed a couple of times. They're continuing to interview people around the, around the league for certain jobs that are open that are yet to be named. Chargers. Atlanta. Carolina. Washington. Seattle. We have jobs that are open for, in my opinion, because one person hasn't accepted one job. And that's Bill Belichick accepting okay. another gig, right? I agree. Yes. Is this here's the here's the whole thing that gets all the internet going right here, though. <clears throat> is Belichick told them to hold tight until last night's Buffalo Bill game? Because I truly believe that is the case. I think that he's waiting to see if they fire Sean McDermott. Because I am taking the Bills job over the Falcons job if I am Bill Belichick all day, every day. And everyone out there that says Belichick don't want to play in the same division is out of their fucking mind and have never played for the man. Anyone that I know, Adrian Clem, who coaches there at O-line, they're saying you're out of your fucking mind. He would eat his young on a football field. Mm-hmm. This is what he does. And I'm here for it, Matt. I want to see him at the Buffalo Bills head coach. And the I dude. hope they uh, make the move. Sean McDermott literally, figuratively, and atrociously has been outcoached by Andy Reid three years in a row. And it is showing up. Zach Taylor. It shows up dramatic fashion. Zach Taylor owns them. Andy Reid owns them. He cannot figure out how to get out of his own way. A fake putt with the mark. Are up. you kidding terrible. me? That was terrible. And they're so
4: lucky it didn't backfire. I mean, I guess it did in the long run. They lost, but. the well, know, It was a 14-point game if they score. Yeah, like the fumble out of the end zone, that was just straight luck because Hardman is washed and can't play anymore. So, look like this is that's some lucky shit look good good for prior for for making a play and going after the rock but he didn't know that that was he was just there he's just trying to make a tackle so this is a hell of a play by buffalo to survive an awful 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 fake on the 30 like dog because they only had 10 guys on the field that's dude, like, we only counted 10, so we're going to run a fake. You're on the 30, homie, in the divisional round against Kansas City. You can't give
2: Patrick Mahomes that kind of fucking... Hey, now, now they're going to say DeMar Hamlin's comeback player of the year.
4: <laughs> um, but I will say this. McDermott, it's time. We were just talking about John Fox and, like, you know, here in Denver and how good he was and how far he got Denver, but then just couldn't get him over the hump. Same thing here with McDermott. If Belichick wasn't available, I'd still do it because I'd hire Mike Vrabel. So... Hmm. You know, like Pete Carroll, I'm taking some any of them. Like, there's so many other guys out there that can do this job. But look, if you can get Darth Vader to come coach your football team when he has Josh Allen, and all of a sudden he can try and fix the leaky defense, and like, that's the thing you you give you give Buffalo a defensive mastermind. And I know McDermott's a good coach, but he's far from Bill Belichick. You give him a mastermind on defense. And you allow Josh Allen? You get rid of Diggs? You allow Josh Allen to like kind of become? Look, Josh Allen's like like the country version of Cam Newton. Like yeah. he can like they are just both huge freaks. They can both get it. They can both throw the ball. They can both run the football. Josh Allen is not going to last forever. Not the way he plays now. He I mean he's taking shots yesterday, and I know he's a tank but eventually one of those shots are going to dislocate his shoulder or fuck his knee up or something. And then the difference between him and Cam is I think Josh can actually operate from the pocket if if he can't run. like If he can't run and he's an old head, I think he'll still be able to do it. Whereas I think Cam was, was so, so reliant on his feet that he never really had to like mature in the pocket the right way. So when he got hurt, right. he couldn't just – turn into that guy now Belichick has been around greatness for so long both with you know assistant coaching and what he did with the Giants and being the DC and being around all those greats and Lawrence Taylor primarily and the tuna and then being in New England as long as he was knowing Buffalo knowing what you know what they are a fan base that's starving that he owned I mean I don't know what Brady and Belichick's record against Buffalo was but I guess it was like 45 to two, it was pretty terrible. They fucked them up for years. So if I'm the Buffalo bills and we dropped yesterday when they should have won, they had every single thing lining up for them to win this football game. They were dominating. It it was a great game for three quarters. And then all of a sudden they just stopped doing what they were doing and started throwing the ball deep and it didn't work. You know, it, it turned into a fucking Taylor Swift party up in the booth, which, God, Baltimore, please beat Kansas City's ass this weekend, so we don't have two weeks of Taylor Swift and fucking Super Bowl bullshit. Please, God. So, I just I feel like Bill Belichick's just sitting there, and if you're Buffalo and you don't go hire this guy right now, and he goes to Atlanta or somewhere else, and then all of a sudden they're turned around and they're killing it, and next year Buffalo's eleven and six again or ten and seven. And Allen's doing fucking everything, pulling a rabbit out of his ass every time they need a play. He had fifty touchdowns this year, bro. Fifty. Uh. 50. He had fifty touchdowns. If he has to do that again next year with no support, eventually Josh Allen's going to go. I'm not Jim Kelly, and this ain't the '90s, and I'm out. So, do you want to lose Josh Allen and the potential, or do you want to go add Bill Belichick to that mix and then back up? Put put Darth Vader in there, back the fuck up, and see what happens. They will own that division like they already have because the division sucks. Miami's supposed to be the big dog in it, right. and they're softer than baby shit, dog. They're terrible. So, you know, he can just switch, switch fucking jackets, switch hoodies, cut the sleeves off of a bill hoodie, and go dominate the East again for five, ten more years. So, And then the other thing, Coach brought this up. Belichick and everybody he rolls with run on spite. Uh, If you spite them or tell them what they can't do, they'll hate you for the rest of your fucking life. And everything that they have will be turned to trying to make that person that spited them look stupid. I know this. I played for nothing but Bill Belichick coaches that tried to emulate Bill at every turn. And that's the way they operated. And unfortunately, it kind of rubbed off on me where that's how I operate, where somebody tells me what I can't do. And I'm like, okay. I have no respect for you now. I hate your face, and I'm going to do everything humanly possible to make sure you look stupid so I can achieve. So I think that him being let go of his duties in New England and now Buffalo opens, if I'm Bob Kraft and I'm sitting there on the massage table about to get, you know, Chicago backhanded, and I'm like, oh, my God, look what happened on ESPN. The fucking Bills lost and McDermott's out. Oh, my God, Bills going to Buffalo. That would... Everyone in New England sphincter is going to tighten up like a dolphin, like watertight, dog. It is going to be real, real tricky around Buffalo and Boston.
1: Beal is a Beal. That's going to be Beal a, Beal. Beal a Beal,
5: baby.
2: I hope that is the case. I hope Belichick I, – I would love to see that. I don't know if they're going to get rid of McDermott. I, I'm At this point, I'm asking, what has McDermott done? <laughs> That deserves him to keep his job. Sirianni's under fire. Mike uh, McCarthy's under fire. You fired Belichick and Pete Carroll, who have rings. It, this is not is it this, this isn't the year to fire a dude to make an example. Then I don't know when it is because you've never had guys that have won rings sitting there waiting to be hired like it's they do right everywhere. now. I think everywhere. Buffalo it's
4: everywhere available.
2: I, I would be shocked if Buffalo don't make a move, um, Smitty.
1: But do, do you want to go old, though? That's my only counter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We know Belichick's a legend. Old might be saying-
2: the best thing for Josh Allen and this defense. Like, to be honest, this is culture change. Like, the Buffalo Bills need a structural environment change. They don't need some hoorah running around calling plays. They need a guy to come in and fucking focus this organization. And who's better than a Carroll or a Belichick? Like, I, I don't see it. Or
1: even a Vrabel. I think Vrabel comes in there. I like and- Vrabel because he's young and he still has that same type of old school mentality. That's, that, that's my pick, if anything. Belichick, I don't. I mean, I respect everything he's done, of course. I'm just saying, I mean, there does come a point when, when it is time. And, to and, I, and I wouldn't on. be shocked.
2: I wouldn't be shocked either way, but I definitely wouldn't be shocked if Andy Reid somehow can win another one. And 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 now we're talking about him and Belichick, you know, in, in this class with Bill Walsh and, and, and some major players. Right. We're I wouldn't be surprised if he walks into the sunset either. So he'll be, there'll be another opening. So, like, I'm telling you, there's going to be some things that happen, I think, in the next few weeks. But Buffalo, I think, is the first domino that follows. It has to, in my opinion, with these guys out there. I truly believe that Harbaugh is going to be the Chargers coach. Why it's taking so long, in my opinion. He's interviewed twice in Atlanta. Um, The same with Belichick. Because I think Belichick is controlling the narrative on this whole thing and this dominoes. And I think Matt and I mentioned this last week. I think Belichick goes, and then everything falls into place. I just don't. There's a reason why Carolina hasn't hired a coach. There's a reason why Washington hasn't hired a coach because they're waiting on second tier guys that they know they can't get first tier. They're going to get second tier guys or coordinators at these in these playoff games, like Ben Johnson in Detroit, probably maybe going to Washington, and then you have coordinators in the league right now in the playoffs that are probably going to get a job if they don't hire the DC. Uh, for the Rams, who's interviewed a few places already. Uh, he's up for some gigs. Raheem There's Morris. some gigs there. I don't know. Usually, Matt, tell the truth, jobs are hired already, right? By yeah, now, is, I'm I'm kind of shocked at how
4: long it's taken to fill all these. And but it's all the bill check effect. Everyone, everyone, when Bill gets hired or says I'm done, he might just be fucking with everybody too, and say, I don't like any of these jobs. I'm out, I'm gonna go fucking stay on my boat in the haba but if that happens if you, whether he gets hired or he moves on everybody's going to start filling slots immediately after that you have to you can't
2: wait this long so eventually
4: you got to start building your football team and, and,
2: and, and that's and what it is Transition into the nfc east sirianni was told you know fire your co- coordinators or else so if he let decide a side go yesterday i believe he now has to find coordinators for both sides of the ball. Rumors came out that Jalen Hurts and Johnson aren't getting along on offense. And so you know who goes there, player empowerment, the OC's out of there. So who do you hire? And this is another domino that needs to fall because I've heard rumors that Seriani's reached out to Chip Kelly to come run the offense. Um, yeah, heard that. A uh, reliable source, too. Uh, I've, I've heard some things. Um, I'm curious who there's coordinator roles that need to be filled too, for guys that are trying to save their jobs like Sirianni. So like, there's a lot of things that are about to happen here and it's going to be very, very interesting, especially for me the surprise. One of all of these, Matt was Bill O'Brien, not waiting around long enough and just said, fuck it, go back to college and goes to Ohio state. When I thought he could go to Philly or one of these teams that needed an OC, maybe Chicago somewhere. Um, but yet he goes to college. He might be like, "Fuck this, I'm, I'm, I'm out." Uh, I'm curious how the, the this is gonna fall here shortly. But I agree, it's gonna be the Belichick uh, rule that plays that goes into place where he goes, everyone else falls in, in my opinion. And uh, it's gonna be interesting. I don't know.
4: Well, look, offensive and defensive coordinators are usually either recycled and they're guys that are you know retreads, or they're position coaches who are getting their first opportunity. And Chip Kelly going back to Philadelphia, that shit ain't happening. But, and especially leaving a head coaching position. But at the same time, this has got to be somebody that doesn't just agree with Sirianni the whole time. At some point, you've got to have somebody that pushes back. And then if Hertz is changing play calls and things of that nature, you got one one of two different problems. Number one, the OC is a total, you know, just fuck boy. And he has no respect of the room and he's not doing the right thing. And then I would be like, okay, well, it's almost, you know, negligent for the quarterback not to lead at that point. But then at the same time, when the quarterback takes over the leadership and the play calling pretty much, and may is making adjustments and the offense goes in the tubes and they lose five out of six or six out of seven, whatever it was. Well, then you've got an ego problem at the under center too. So you're not going to replace Jalen hurts at this point. So you got to find somebody that can work with him and, and, I don't know the I don't know who the who that's gonna be. I don't have an answer for the Philadelphia Eagle fans on who their offensive coordinator is gonna be. But I know this you better find somebody that's run first that can put them in position to actually, you know, exploit the weapons that they have because they have way too many pieces on offense to just line up and do the same shit over and over again. I don't know how many times I I was watching them and I'd be like, oh look, quarterback draw or slip screen or something else else that's extremely extremely predictable out of the formations and the motion patterns that they run all year. So,
5: Big I Matt. Guess, uh,
4: I guess you, got a book on Philadelphia as they ran through the season. They figured them out pretty quick.
2: Before you get out of here, we got a few things that we want to break down with you real quick. Von Miller, uh, by the lack of playing this year, he basically got paid $5 million per tackle this year. That's what he got. Good for him. Yeah, good, this good guy job, really hasn't done much all year long. Another reason why, in my opinion, they struggle down the stretch, the stretch on defense anyway. This is the Hall um, of Famer, man. I'm not tripping about Paul Miller. This, uh, no funny, first
1: man. Battle Hall of Fame. One of the greatest basketball we've ever seen in our entire life. He, he kind of got old. There
2: it is. Y'all are both pushing right now is the reason why football is shitty as fuck. He's long. coming
4: off of a fucking massive ACL tear at the end of the season. Late of his career. He's been,
2: he's been healthy for six weeks and hasn't played. I'm not saying he's
4: what he was, but acting like well, I'm not going to mock the man because he's coming off A Yeah, but
2: I'm saying, why don't we replace him with players who can play on our team to help us win? Why are People, we worried about just, it? They that they don't even, even fucking
5: play?
4: Right, just, you literally just answered your own question. He didn't play for six weeks, and they went on a massive winning streak and got and won the East. So they did he replace he
2: him to answer my question. I said, "Why don't we replace him with players who can play and help again, me win?" Again, you literally just answered your own question. How?
4: Saying, "Bro, you just said they need to replace him. He didn't play for six weeks, and they won the East yesterday. They had a ton of guys hurt." He had to play. They didn't have anybody else to play. They were rotating in two linebackers. Klein got hurt. They had no pass rushers. Everybody's hurt, so he had to play. He won't be back in in Buffalo, but I'll be goddamned if I, especially in Denver, Colorado, is going to sit here and criticize Von fucking Miller, of all people, other than say thank you. He's coming off of an ACL. (laughs) He will get picked up by somebody next year and probably have a pretty good season. He's an absolute freak and because he because he made money on a
1: contract,
4: that's why football's shitty. Sorry, but I'm be, that, <laughs> that, 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 that,
1: That's like dissing Kobe his last year. Everybody was giving him hell. Why is the Lakers paying him $20 million, and, and he's averaging 16 points? And as a Lakers fan, as a Kobe lover, I'm like, bro, it's because of everything he's did. Let, let that man get paid his money. My point being is Bob Miller is one of the greatest we've ever seen in our entire lives. I'm not going to get mad at all if he if you, quote unquote, stole someone yeah, I mean, next
4: year, if he's terrible and like goes somewhere and signs a big deal and he's yeah not active and can't play. Well, then, OK, maybe it's time to hang it up. But I, even at that
2: point, I'm not going to fucking act
4: like he's a scrub. That's fucking
2: bullshit. Here's my issue. It's not about Von Miller. Tell me on this Buffalo Bills roster who has a $70 million cap move to make with Josh Allen. Stefan Diggs is highly overpaid as a no-show in postseason, and you pay Von Miller an exorbitant amount of money, and you have this roster. Name Name me something on this roster other than Josh Allen who I can build on. Nobody. This team is overpaid and overpriced. They need to get younger and fucking pay guys that can play. This team is a bad roster move away from being irrelevant on in the East. Like, that's how bad they are, Matt. And they won based on Josh Allen carrying them, as you know. And, hope, and luckily, Joe Brady came up and said, let's run the ball with Cook and take some pressure off Josh Allen. And then last night, avoided it in the second half, put the pressure back on him. And they have a guy that can't rush the passer and is old and and having to play because Matt mentioned they're injury prone and they're very beat up on defense. And we can't get younger for less money. I don't get it. The roster is badly, badly constructed, Matt. And you know this better than anybody. That roster is not a team that should have even been this far. And that's probably the greatness that you mentioned. A guy, Josh Allen, who had 50 touchdowns. I, yeah, I mean that's a
4: lot to unpack, but I, I the the entire roster isn't terrible. Right. They've got some guys that are making money that they probably won't make in the future as they get released or cut. But they've been they've won the East five years in a row or some shit. That's not a bad roster. That's either a shitty division, but even at the same time like New England didn't win the East every year just because the division was shitty. It's because they were good on top of the division being shitty. I mean, some, there were a couple of years where the division was actually pretty good. So again, I'm not, I don't know what you want me to say here other than players getting their money is something I'm never really going to get mad at, but at the same time next year, we'll set the bar on how much they're worth. Period. So, you know, dig. remember, remember J.B., the Bills had a lot of
1: injuries this year. Too. Yeah, the Bills had a lot of injuries this year too, J.B. So, like, the, the guys you saw out there on the field are, are not – like, Matt Milano's a, a name that comes to my mind. That guy's a beast when he's, when he's on the field and he's healthy. He's been hurt for, like, all the season. So, like, they they have a good roster. I'm not saying they're number one roster in the NFL, but to say they're shitty I think is a little bit of a stretch in my opinion. I, I don't
2: see a lot of guys on that roster that, that are – To build a roster, like like we're talking about Belichick going in there, Matt and I were talking about a culture change. Like, I don't know if a guy like that takes that roster and just sees it and goes, oh, fuck, you're a must keep. I don't see the Bills having those guys other than Josh Allen, who we are asking if he's the most, is he the most overrated guy? Because he can't get over the hump and beat Mahomes. That's the poll question today. So, like. Like, that's what I'm saying, though, Matt. Like, that's what I'm saying, Matt. Like, just take it facetiously. Like, we're asking if this guy's overrated because he can't beat Mahomes. His window's tightening down as far as a Super Bowl. His Super Bowl window is closing. I think we could all agree to that. And he I can't beat Joe right, Burrow and he can't beat Mahomes. When, when is he going to win? And I'm looking at this roster like, well, you can't keep the current roster construction and, and think they're going to win next year, right? Wouldn't that be pretty ignorant? Well, what? Uh,
4: no, no. I mean, they just won the East and won a playoff game. So I, I think that if you add a little bit more, I don't think his windows closing at all. I think Allen's window will be open until he's physically unable to do the job because he's net. you're always going to be competitive with him. And eventually he will get over the top. I I really think that Allen is just a more athletic version of Elway. And I know Elway went to some Super Bowls early, but I mean, it, it, he was a guy who just couldn't get over the hump for years and, years and years and years and years and years and carried his teams. And again, the right coach and the right scheme projected and propelled him to double back-to-back oh, Super Bowl yeah. wins and first out Hall of Fame, which he was anyway. It just validated it. So, again, it all comes down to Josh Allen's not the problem. The 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 issue is the head coach and the consistent – uh small game attitude that he has and bill belichick is the number one big game coach in history like if you want a big game i want bill belichick coaching it so i just think with him sitting out there it would we'll put it like this you want me to you want me to start agreeing that josh allen is a little bit overrated and can't get it done give him bill belichick for five years and then five years from now if they're not if they're if Bill's getting fired and Josh is getting ran out of town and they can't win a playoff game, then I'll eat crow. But I'm telling you, you give that man Bill Belichick and a little bit of consistency and a defense that's going to support him and not make him just constantly have to you know, be Superman, I think that you you it, it just could be a little bit different. The narrative might be a little different. That's all.
2: Hey, we got to get out of here. But the last thing I want to ask you um... – Alabama gets another five or Alabama's five-star quarterback that they had transferred out headed to Ohio state. Ohio state also got one of Alabama's best skill players last week. Uh, Ohio state has spent 13 million in the transfer portal, um, due to a couple of sources I saw online. Lane Kiffin is kind of mocking it and tweeting it out, uh, that Ohio state spent that much on transfer portal. um, Ohio State and, and, and Ryan Day has got to pretty much shit or get off the pot this year with this me- roster moves they've made. And uh, going back to the Chip Kelly point, is it not a good time to leave UCLA entering the Big 12, though? Um, well, No, I don't think you're going to leave UCLA to go
4: be the offensive coordinator in a place where you were the head coach and they hated you. And despised your ass and wanted to fucking like take you to Broad Street and beat the shit out of you now. Uh, hey
2: right. everywhere though. He's hated in Frisco, he's
4: hated in LA, he's, he's hated not, in he's Oregon. Not, he's not hating in fucking Westwood, so uh,
5: know. Uh,
4: UCLA, he's the head coach at UCLA. I wouldn't be leaving that to go be an offensive coordinator at his age with everything he's done for Nick Sirianni. Fucking absolutely not. Right. Um, the Alabama thing is they just lost Nick Saban. Of course their guys are going to transfer. They have the option to do it. They're going to do it. Um, you know, I think that any coach out there criticizing how much money another coach is spending in the transfer portal is almost comedy at this point. Like you're all playing this stupid fucking game. You're you, everyone looks greedy and everybody looks pretty stupid. And you know, <laughs> like it's I, again, I met with coach rule the other day in, in my office at six zero, the head coach in Nebraska, and we were talking about, like, his comments to the media about a month and a half ago about how much it costs to actually get a good player, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, it's going to be the the it's going to be the has and have nots here pretty soon, guys. It's going to be the schools that can pay NIL and those are going to they're all going to play each other. And that's going to be one division of college football. And then there's going to be everybody else that can't and doesn't want to do NIL. And they just want to play college football the way it has been played throughout the year. So. That's what it's gonna be. And you know, this like a college coach making fun of another college going out and spending money on on college football free agents is fucking hilarious to me. Like Lane Kiffin was just driving around with kids in a fucking Lamborghini and a Maybach and shit down in down it in, in Confederate land where he coaches the old Miss Rebels. Oh excuse he does me.
2: Control, I think <laughs> he does it on
4: purpose. I know he does it on purpose, but my point is like He's probably doing it because he wanted the kid and didn't get him. So I, I don't know, man. I think that the entire college football thing is almost it's making me not give a fuck about college football. And I love college football, but <sighs> at this point, like I'm just sitting back and I'm just gonna be a fan and watch, and I don't really care. Like whatever happens, happens, and that's cool. And I guess like whatever players are on the team, whichever players you can buy, or whatever mercenary you want to bring in, that's cool too. And you know, if you want to recruit kids, cool. And if you don't, cool. And I really could give a fuck anymore, bro. I'm so played out and burnt out by the entire thing that I just don't care. So, you know, whatever happens in Boulder, I hope they win. Whatever happens in Columbus, I hope they win. Like, But other, I'm just going to watch and kind of sit back and I could give a fuck. I
2: hey, guess. Smitty has to leave early today um, at 830. Uh, I wanted to ask you one last thing, even though I've said that three times. Yep. I want to ask you one more time. Yes, um, oh, every time you're gonna ask me a question, he does it
1: every time, and he asks thirty yeah. more minutes I love, the day.
2: I love Matt. I love Matt. I like seeing Matt on here and pause. Um, all right, too, I'm not gonna say pause by the way on every single thing I say because you fuckers, you, you young fuckers, if you don't understand English, I don't. Stand, you, Rich, I if don't if you guys you. don't know that I fuck pussy, then you don't know better.
1: All right, so look, I fuck pussy. What? <laughs> How, how do we get to that place? Hey, now? No, that's,
4: a, that's a great line in Friday
2: afternoon.
1: Uh, <laughs> hey, here's the thing like,
2: because everyone gotta got say now, to say pause now. the only that. insecure weirdo fucks got to say
1: pause. Get the fuck out of here. With I this don't
4: understand. Shit. What does pause mean?
2: I don't not know been, either. Not
1: been,
4: not been. Wait, isn't that just a setting on your controller? Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Who watches DVDs anymore? So, what is. I'm sorry, I'm old. I
4: don't know what pause means. My bad.
1: It's not even a young person's thing. I mean, people your age do it. From it's just an East Coast thing. So I, what the that's fuck it. is that supposed to mean, you twenty-seven-year-old child? I'm thirty years old, man. Thirty years old, grown-ass man. Shit, I put my boots on. What one foot at a time like you do? I pay rent, fucking same way you do lights. I put gas. My on one okay. leg at a time. I do all that afterwards, shit. I make gold records. <laughs> I put gas in my car, hey, motherfucker. I do everything you do, man. I'm a grown ass man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, um.
2: I got to ask you, though, last Mom, night. Here go. <laughs> what, gonna ask,
1: what are you going to ask, man? What
4: are you
2: going to ask me Mom, now? Here here's the, here's it is right now, man. I want to get to this, this This serious shit right here. I want you to make this make sense. This is a segment we do on the show, Make It Make Sense. Why would Todd Bowles not call a timeout when it was 3rd and 12 with 35 seconds left last night to force the Lions to kick the ball one way or another? Either try the long field goal or punt it and try to cough and corner it and keep it down in there. Nobody caught it. I didn't see it on ESPN or Fox. I didn't see anybody. One of our good friends, uh, Mr. Jennings, uh, former Giant and Niner, uh, mentioned it as well. But Steve Kim and I were talking in Weddle, and we all were saying the same thing. What in the fuck are they doing? Why aren't they calling a timeout? Take a listen to this video, Matt, and answer the question, please.
1: Hey, look, as an NFL player, this makes zero sense what I'm about to show you. I want you to see this. Tampa Bay's fighting to win to go to the fight for the championship. One time out, it's third and 12. One time out, it is third and 12. They just threw a pick. Check this out. I want you to see this in, in, in real time of how it happened. Take a knee, guess what they should do? Call time out. Tampa Bay should call time out. We know that, right? Why? Because now it's fourth down and 13. Detroit Lions, what do they have to do? Kick a long field goal or potentially punt? That puts you in a position to get the ball back. What do they do? One time out. Now it's fourth, fourth down and 13. They do nothing.
2: Make that make sense. Make that make sense is the name of this segment brought to you by Bet Online. I got to ask you is this part of what they're saying? The script? Um, yes. Did you see this right here? It says Reba McIntyre, Usher, and Post Malone are going to be performing at San Francisco Niners versus Baltimore Ravens Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: they're already saying it. Let me ask you. That. On, also, real quick, just one more one more note to add to that. I know you guys have seen the whole conspiracy behind the Super Bowl logo and the colors of Man, it every I single year. Oh Bailey, please find it if you got time. And I so have it. the last five years or four years, whatever, the the colors of the Super Bowl logo, the two colors match the teams that play in the Super Bowl. So this year, they've been all year long. It's been purple and fucking like red. So they've been saying it's going to be Niners and Ravens all year long. And Fuck all
2: that. We don't know what's real or what's not. But Matt, explain Todd Bowles' decision, bottom line, because that to me is elementary school shit, and it fucked over, in my opinion, fucked that team off. At least I want to see you. I'm going to send an all- The game was the- over. ...unit at you. I'm going to block That's the full goal.
5: Shit,
4: The game was not fucking over. Everybody's seen crazy shit happen at the end of games especially in the playoffs.
2: Laterals, Tennessee yeah, Titans.
4: Man,
1: I, the game was over my dick. I right? think Baker Mayfield about to fucking score in 13 seconds and pull off a fucking Mahomes. No. Oh, Smitty, well, you're going
2: to well, just well, say, fuck it. I'm going to lay down take it in the ass, not
1: even yeah, try. Well, wait, no, I'm not taking none it. in the ass ever. First of all, Paul. Uh, so of you, all, were,
4: you were on the fucking field, and you... And you had a you would say we're gonna lose.
1: No, if I'm on the field, yeah, call a timeout, yeah. But I'm not on the field, so I'm watching on oh a realistic standpoint. The game is fucking you over. Actually, Y'all so know you that. Think they should have taken a timeout and tried. I'm not saying that. I'm saying yeah, I, don't yeah, think, I, don't I don't think I don't think we should over. argue about this shit as if it's like yeah. damn, that was
4: gonna really win the game. Well, you literally just said the game was over, over. Here we go, right here. Yeah. Okay. That that's a little fucked up, but. I'm not. I'm not, not going to buy into the Cincinnati thing because they were picked to finish last in their division the year they made the season Bowl. Yeah. I'm not buying into that at all, guys. Football, there's too much shit going on for it to be scripted. I agree. I agree. I agree.
2: Right? I'm not buying into the there's conspiracy. Too much shit
4: going on to think it's scripted. There's no fucking way, dude. I was. Playing it can't be. There's, there's too many long. variables. There's too much shit going on. You'd have to involve too many fucking people, and then- there's eleven
2: people. Matt, do the math. There's millions of
4: scenarios. There's yeah. no way the scripted fucking football games is. This isn't the WWE. This isn't Goldberg against Sting. Like what? The hey fuck Matt, hey Matt,
2: you gotta sit there and tell every single person because the one guy like Smitty, let's just say Smitty's on the roster, and he he fucking blocks the PAT, and they're like, what "The fuck you do, Smitty." He's like I didn't get You're the fucking ball. Script. Like there's no way. The refs will always correct <laughs> I mean, anything.
4: We can't we can't get this third down cuz the fucking script said so. Get the fuck out of here. The refs <laughs> the refs will self correct anything. Oh my god. 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 Oh. Like, this, this is what wrestling fans and I'm not talking about wrestling. I'm talking about Grown men in fucking onesies grabbing each other and acting like they're tough. Don't
1: disrespect bad. the WWE. I'm not, I'm not
4: disrespecting it. I have no respect for it. Therefore, I can't disrespect something I have no respect for. Ooh,
1: I want to see.
2: It's a, it's
1: a bar. Nah, I football, wouldn't have football, a football, I want to see your ass getting the ring.
4: Football is a real sport. Wrestling is entertainment.
1: That's facts a motherfucker oh, jump off the top of the cage through a table that, 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 that you can't fake that that's all i'm saying man you know, i right. never seen your big ass jump off the cage and do a stunt table. Men too there's
4: stuntmen too they get thrown through walls can't fake that either it's on film right so again shit. like that you're all the wwe is is teaching guys who couldn't play sports how to be stuntmen in the end in in the you know the world of entertainment and in movies, in whatever on TV, that's all it is. Gold, Goldberg, Goldberg, Goldberg played college football. He couldn't make it in the NFL. Went went to wrestle. The Rock played college football. Couldn't you, play they the NFL, and, and couldn't make it in the NFL or Canada, and went to wrestle. I'm not disrespecting the men. I'm saying wrestling is scripted bullshit. That that like every everybody in the world knows it too. And then you try and sit here and act like it's not. I'm just saying, just be what you really are. The wrestling's scripted. Football is not scripted. There's too much shit going on for me to believe that. And every wrestling fan in the world is going to freak out on me about this. Again, you probably still believe in Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny and all this other bullshit, too. I don't care. I don't watch wrestling because I like sports. I don't like watching stuntmen grab each other. That's my opinion.
1: Wow. Wow. I agree. Oh, oh my man. God. You disrespected
4: wrestling. Get the fuck out of here.
1: Your mentions are about to be
4: absolutely Dude, I don't insane. Give, shit. give me a insane. fucking break. My mentions about every, every fucking wrestling fan is going to come gonna after me you. now. They're going to kill, kill you.
1: Gonna... Triple H fan, You fans, all fans. Fans I'm going to take your fans. How does that
4: sound? How that sound? Hey. I'm going to get i be hey, criticized. me. What are they gonna do? Fake fight me? They're gonna fuck <laughs> you. Choke those are real athletes. They might choke your ass out. Nobody's gonna do shit. You ain't gonna do shit. They ain't gonna do shit. You're a bunch yes. of yes. amateurs. That's fake
1: fight, fight me. I
4: choke you out for real. You ain't gonna put me, put me in but, a mix, baby. Come on. If, you, if I wanna watch people fight and I wanna watch men like compete one-on-one, I will go watch UFC or boxing. That's all I'm saying if i want to take my kid to watch a bunch of mongoloids sweat on each other and have fun and be entertained i'll take my son to a wwe event i'm not disrespecting it, it i'm not trying to do it it looks pretty difficult from a cardiovascular standpoint but everything's scripted bro they, they know he's about to Matt, get some- from a from a from a what
2: standpoint from a what cardiovascular standpoint <laughs> Let's cook it cooking today, real calm and collective, too. Exactly. I like the right. voice I like on the
5: voice. It's it's rock 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 that rock I want to about the Sanders first. brothers. It's, it's kind of that simple.
2: What? It's very simple to my, it's very similar to my voice when I asked you about Shador Sanders and Chilo. Oh so cool. Hey, uh, much love, man. Matt, go watch 6 0. Uh, hey, man, one more yes time. What do
1: you want? <laughs> I don't want nothing. to enjoy yeah, your day,
5: man. at 10
4: a.m. We're going to sit here and debate the greatness of the big show as opposed to the greatness of the, the fucking Undertaker. Undertaker. Yeah, base badass. I love it. It's awesome. I'm not, again, it. not not sitting here shitting on wrestling, but you can't tell me it's not scripted and it's not. It, it. Wrestling is a sport. It's just way down here. That's all I'm saying.
2: Agree. Much love, Matt. We'll see you tomorrow.
4: Hey, maybe, because apparently the wrestling cronies are coming after me now. So, Schmitty, you and all your wrestling fans.
2: Right there, bud. Later. Peace. Peace. Um, Hey, speaking of MMA and scripts and all those things, I posted a video that kind of got a lot of traction, and I don't know if you saw it. Look at this shit right here. The referee let this motherfucker get absolutely <laughs> murdered live on TV. Look at this right here. Look at this motherfucker. Look at this. Where's the ref? Look at
5: the referee. This motherfucker just letting it go. He's <laughs> <and> <laughs> dead. He's dead. <laughs> 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 the referee just committed murder. 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 Homie, I,
2: yeah. I know, this, this is the funny part that Matt was just talking about. Like, people on Instagram are literally telling, you don't know shit about it. And I'm saying, homie, it was a funny post. I don't fucking care. I don't Sorry. watch MMA. Sorry. I didn't give a fuck. All I know was a human was getting absolutely fucking mollywhopped. And the ref was watching that shit. And I was like, damn, is this real? homie i never cried that hard in my life i was dying i was like fuck this dude's dead then he was laying there big me like that <laughs> i thought the motherfucker was dead homie i swear to god i thought that cat was dead and he was winning the whole fight that guy
1: the whole fight the white boy was winning the whole fight that's how i last though hey get to that end one move one slip up boom Hey, everything. speaking
2: of MMA, stay in there because you got to get out of here in about 15. Uh, we'll see if sure. Weddle pops on. Uh, I got to ask you, this uh, Sean Strickland guy who came out and made those comments and, and about the Canadian. Uh, you know, Steve came on. He was, I guess, an Asian cat in Canada def- talking about made-up humans and all that shit. And Sean was like, no, nah, I don't want my daughter to re- fight against men and all this. So apparently he had a fight, and I watched that fight. We got it because we had some folks here. We are watching the football games, and it was on afterwards. And I was like, I never seen a cat get jabbed that fuck. I ain't seen a cat get jabbed since fucking Rocky Balboa got jabbed the fuck out of uh the fucking uh, uh Tarver in uh in there in, in 2006 on the new Rocky Balboa movie. Um, I he got the fuck jabbed out of him. His face, I thought, was like, holy shit, this guy's face is and this is MMA and this cat is just jab- Sean Strickland's just jabbing the shit out of the dude. Through his protection, though, like right. he was getting it. himself, homie. Yeah, and I'm like, damn. So he's getting his ass worked, and he got taken down a few times, but it was literally nothing serious. He never was in harm's way, and he got a, he was bleeding from a headbutt. The question is, apparently, they've come out and said, and they they showed the uh, judges' scorecards a day later, and every one of them had Strickland winning. And he lost. And then Dana White came out and basically destroyed another guy saying, I don't put a leash on my p- fighters. They can say whatever they want. It's freedom of speech. Again, 2024, the the year of the truth teller, I hope.
1: Um, did you do you watch that shit at all? I usually do watch it, but I did not catch the Sean Strickland fight, which is I know it was a big fight, but I usually tap in like UFC fights all the all the time. And it, it's been multiple times where it's it goes to decision and it's kind of tough because I don't understand all the points. You know, I know you if you get a takedown, that's like automatic, you get a point. If a motherfucker's on top of you the entire like round, but he didn't really hit you that much, but he had control the entire round, he's gonna win that round. So it was always tough for me to like decipher in those decisions. Uh, situations like who's the real winner you know what I'm saying but I did see all the stuff online and the, the highlights and stuff like that of, of the Sean Strickland fight and uh, I don't know man it, I wouldn't be shocked I'll say that when it comes out to judges because these are people like it could be me me, you and fucking Matt and if we don't like somebody you know from our own personal beliefs or thoughts maybe some, even subconsciously that could play a role, or play, or, or, or going into your decision making. You know what I'm saying? Anytime you're dealing with humans, emotions play a role in that. So I'm not surprised at all if if that was the case. But yeah, I didn't watch the whole fight myself to give give my thoughts on if he should have won or he or he shouldn't have won. So, um, uh oh, what? I saw in the chat right now. Shout out to our guy Bailey. Just put some uh, quote unquote breaking news. Looks like Zach Ertz just signed with the Lions.
2: You, oh, yeah, I just
1: saw that. You uh, can still sign this late. Yeah, that's again, that's the argument we were
2: making. Remember when when Cook or when uh Cook got traded to the Ravens? We we're like, oh, I mean, yeah. can we just bounce to a playoff winning team or a Super Bowl contender this late in the season? To me, is we had that whole debate, remember? So yeah, um he's Zachary, trying to rain. I think even though Atlanta's tight end is balling, of, of course, the rookie, but he's got a little inj- – he's a little hurt, right. banged up, and I think they need that second guy. Um,
1: he's fresh, too. He ain't played all year, really, so he's fresh. He's
2: hurt. I think he was hurt most of the year in Arizona.
1: What, he in Arizona?
2: Yeah, yeah, Arizona, yeah. Yeah. Um, All right, real quick, you got about 10 minutes before you get out of here. I know you got to take a call. I got – I got an inf- – I got – to break this down with you, CJ Gardner uh, calls out Baker Mayfield on IG. I guess he picked the ball off in the game, and then he threw the ball back at Baker. Uh, I like Baker's year. I thought he had a good year. I, I'm still not a big. Ba- I don't think Baker's that guy. I think he had a great year. I'm actually a rooting for Baker. I like to see him because I like his attitude. I like that he has grit and talk shit and, and and all that. I love the performance he did in in LA when he was there two days. I mean, 24 hours basically and came in and balled uh, and won the game for the Rams last year. Um, I liked that he showed that uh, investment in learning the protection. And I got my buddies, a receiver coach for the Rams. And he told me that what professionalism that the, the guys just came in and slept in the office. He flew straight there, learned the protection, which is number one thing you got to learn. And for him to do that in a basically 30 hours, I loved it. But He's probably going to get a big bag. I don't know. I'm not against it. Like, get your money. I'm with you and Matt on that part. But again, I don't know if we're creating rosters that are fucking top to bottom strong by overpaying quarterbacks that have yet to win a meaningful football game. And I'm just like, We keep overpaying, in my opinion, and I don't believe you can build a roster. And that's why football is mediocrity. That's why I think it's watered down. That's why I don't think we have a good, solid foundation. Lamar Jackson now, and Mahomes now, back in the in the AFC title game. Like, let's just be honest. Uh, He's going to win the MVP. Lamar will. Kudos to him. Two in a row. Two two MVPs. Lamar uh, Mahomes has two MVPs. They're going to play each other this weekend. Um, but let me make some mistake about it. Lamar has to win it this year. Cause to me, this is the year. Like this is your year because of what I've said. And there's no excuse. I'm not hating. I'm just telling you, we all know everyone out there seeing it. Big Smitty has been on the show, admitting it. Football is not what it was. It's very, very watered down. And this is not the best product we've seen, but you have to still win it. When it matters, the bubble championship lakers won it everyone hates on the bubble championship i'm like well i think it was a harder championship i wouldn't want it to have done it lamar has to win i don't care there's no excuse in my opinion i think he has the best team i think they have the best defense and i
3: think this is the year they do it
2: Edub, do you agree to that no.
3: what's up what's up what's up what up what up what up ah <laughs> uh, man what a weekend
2: uh... man you're torn huh you're torn you got like Chargers got to hire somebody. The Rams losing a in, a in a in a horrible <laughs> refereed game, and then you got Ray, and then the Ravens uh, are in the thing and back in the ship. I started this show off very controversially with Madden and Smitty, and I want to know why Mike Tomlin has been taking so much heat every you know three weeks when they lose a few games in a row, and then Harbaugh seems to me that gets he gets like anointed every single year. But they literally have the same postseason accolades, literally. Um, One of them won it in 10, one of them won it in 12. And then since then, they have literally three playoff wins. Both of them have three playoff wins since 14. Lamar's two and three now in the playoffs since 18. Um, Does Harbaugh get a pass where he shouldn't? Or do you think no?
3: Ah, Shoot, no. I, I... I think if you look at both their teams and uh, the talent on both sides, the, the talent is out of this world. The guys that they've coached and played, <clears throat> had under them who played. I think the biggest difference is the quarterback of the Steelers for all those years and the Ravens and the job to still be competitive at times with uh, – maybe not stellar play for most of the times with, with Joe Flacco. So I I think the pass per se is a lot of times the job he's done with what he's had on the offensive side of the ball has been pretty impressive to keep that competitive. Now you can say the same thing about Tom in the last couple of years with what he's had to deal with since big Ben's left and I, and I'm good buddies with Ben. We'll have to try to get him on. Uh, And I know, uh the ending and, and what was said about him the last couple of years you know everyone gets old and, and your time comes but you need to appreciate what you have because not everyone can do what the these guys have, have done and and uh, fans are always ready to move on to the next next player but it's not always the case.
2: Um yeah. let me ask you switching gears to Tampa Bay do you pay Baker Mayfield? Uh, what rumors are meant are spreading right now upwards of around 40 million. Do you pay Baker Mayfield that much money?
3: No. Uh, uh. It, it, not, not that he's not deserving. If I'm a team, you, I'm paying for what you are. The same thing, uh, for, for Dak. And I, and I talked with this about my boys. I thought I, I, you know, do you do you, do you extend them? Do you not? It's, it's the same thing. I'm I go to Dak, and I say, listen, like, you you had an amazing year, the success and whatnot is a team game. I want you around, but I'm not paying you fifty million plus. It's just right. it's just I I can't sit here and say that that's what you're worth, and the, and you could think that, and players can think that, and it's the same thing for Baker. Baker, I love you. I love what you've done for the team. You lead, but you are a 30 to 35 a year quarterback. Now, we'd love to have you there and we'll we'll guarantee and make it so it's good for both sides. But I'm not paying average quarterbacks, I'm not saying Dak's average quarterback. I think he's above average. But in Baker's case, like you might as well just draft a kid and, and keep the cap. Instead of being locked up 50 million a year, like there's no way. Same thing with love, I'm making him prove me another year and maybe another year before I pay him mm. 50 million plus. One year is not going to do it for me. If I'm I agree with you
2: 100 percent, I don't know. I'm we're yeah. so quick to anoint guys in this day and age, we talk about it all the time on the show with Smitty. We all we're so quick and immediate to anoint guys, and then I think we Get overzealous. We pay. We ruin our roster, and a year later, we're, we're trying to get out of a bad contract. That's all you hear now. Trying to get out of the Kyler Murray. I'm trying to get out of the. Like, hold on. Let this guy show you that he can do it. um If he had to beat the Niners, Jordan Love, we're talking. And he goes on and, and, and fuck. Maybe I pay him. He did something
3: Aaron Rodgers yeah, couldn't do. They're stuck but, in the Zach Joe Flacco situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, I, and and he had him by the balls. So I, I I listen. It was his first big contract, and I, if it's a first big contract for yourself, I I say get what you can, get the most you can. If it's your second and third, and you've already made so much money, then are you really about winning? Especially for the quarterback position, especially for them, because you control the team with the amount of money you hold up. And then as, as management goes, you're put in a position that do you continue to ride with this guy and kind of suffer the consequences later down the road, or do you start over? It's it's just a tough line to draw, but I'm, I'm more so make them earn it. I had to play four years, hit free agency before I got my second deal. I had to play my whole five years after that to get my third deal. And at that point, I had made enough money where I wasn't trying to break the bank then. It was more so fit. It was more so how many more players can I bring with me uh, for my last stop? And I think that gets lost in the shuffle. You want to make – when is enough money enough money? Uh, I, I mm. think we all can understand, like, when you have a lot of money in the bank, if you're not not dumb with your money, you should be able to be – that's generation wealth. Like. Oh. Generation, gener- generation. So, uh, the whole Tom Brady example. Like, I'm not saying he should take 10 million or whatever he was making, but right. let's make it worth it. Guys are making so much money nowadays. Like, let's spread it out and try to make this a dynasty.
1: You, you also have to trust your front office though that they're going to make the right decisions. No doubt. You know, it's like uh, I've seen cases where guys have like you know took the 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 team discount so to speak or whatever, and then they still don't win because. The GM or whatever didn't put the right team around them, so it's still a risk, and that's why I always lean more so on the side of the player just getting your money. Only because I I also understand the NFL stands for not for long. There's no a lot of these guys don't have guarantees, so you better make as much as you can while you can, because once it gets cut off, it's cut off. So I I feel what you're saying, though. You know, like it's something like I I see
3: both. Yep, yep. I support guys, but when it's like quarterbacks, it's yeah. (laughs) You're making (laughs) so much. (laughs) <laughs> you're making one year you're making what guys used to make in their entire career. So it's what, well, where's the balance? Where is, you know, but like you said management, you don't make those type of decisions. You're not improving the team. Well then you're losing and you're miserable. Like no amount of money can make you happy when you're losing and right. everyone it, it's, it's not fun. It's not, it's not worth it. And especially when you've already made it per se. Right. No, it
2: definitely Smitty, I definitely know you
1: gotta go. You got your last question before you get out of here. Smitty, yeah. You gotta go where you gotta go. I, I gotta go a little early, man. I gotta go a little uh, early, I gotta Alex you, running your birthday or what, man? This birthday weekend was crazy. It's his half birthday nice already. It's his half <laughs> <last> birthday. <laughs> I'm 30, man. I got other things. I got I got some calls, some business calls. I gotta hop on, go. but I wanted to ask you this before I go though, because obviously you're not gonna be here for the rest of the week.
3: Yeah, can
1: we get, can we get your picks? Of and course. I know your picks for the, the championship. We got the Ravens and the Chiefs and right. Baltimore. Oh yeah. And then we got we got the Lions, 313, and the Niners <laughs> up in the Bay. Who yeah. you picking and why? Uh
3: I of course I'm going with the Ravens, the the job that Mike has done and then the way they responded out of half was really impressive. I was texting JB first half and I said if this the the, the if the Texans continue to keep it close, this is not going to be good when it comes on second half and I was impressed I was uh, excited to see the, the the adjustments in the play running the quarterback uh, making throws when he had to uh, he was running around a little too much for me in the first half and, and, and at times it caught up to him but Lamar led him I loved the, the fiery halftime whatever it went on in there and uh, so yeah I, I think I don't think the Chiefs are going to be able to do much on offense if I'm being honest. I think they're going to struggle to move the ball. They're going to struggle to create big plays. I mean, it it was shocking to me yesterday how many twenty-yard plus plays against the Bills' defense they had. It was like ten to zero. And over time, when you're having to work and work and work for yards as an offense, it's tough to to be sustainable. Where if you're getting created big plays over and over and over again, it's it's much easier to score. So that was pretty. Uh, I, I was I was shocked at that. So long story short, I think it'll be a close game because of Spag's defense, the amount of different looks, the pressure package. I do think it's going to mess with Lamar for, for times. Now, is he going to be able to adjust? Is he going to make them pay? I'm hoping. Because uh, if so, I don't think it'll be close. I, I think Baltimore is a better team in all three phases. They have the MVP. He's playing like it. And that defense is it's historically, if they go win it all, can be historically one of the best ever of what they're doing and, and how they're playing. So uh Ravens all day on the other side. Man, I think it's the Lions year. Uh I think I I think uh, even though everyone's everything says Niners is Debo gonna play. I'm not again. Up until that last series, Purdy it, it was not is I'm not gonna say not the guy, but it shows up the the limitations and yeah. the decision making, and he's young and he you gotta you can't take that away. Like, but at the end of the day, I don't know, man. It's it's you kind of just I got a weird feeling like it's the Lions. I think they're playing good. I, I haven't seen Goff play this composed. Uh, this direct, the leadership from the top down. It's amazing to see. It's fun. I mean, how do you not root for this team from the head coach to the players? They're connected. So I got the Lions in an upset. Uh, Ravens, Lions, in the Super Bowl. And I got the Ravens winning it all. Hey, the script, the I'm NFL talking.
2: script says the Ravens Niners have already been put in this yeah. May,
3: the script. I mean, hey, if the script comes true, great, because that means the Chiefs aren't in it and the Chiefs need to be Chiefs need to be out, but I will give kudos to what's that say? Yeah, it see, says like that this, this type of stuff, man. This, <laughs> yeah, and then the in the That's you weird. know the the refs are now five and zero oh in the playoffs for Mahomes with that crew. You know so they play. Hey, they earned it. Other than you know a couple mishaps with digs, and you know the the Bills had four chances to score in the second half. Four chances that their defense gave them to go win the game and they didn't do it so you got to tip your hat to the Chiefs they played good football on both sides they didn't make mistakes they had that one bad call in the pass interference you know they gave that to the Chiefs which was I can't believe they called it I don't even know what they were looking at but hey Smith, you gotta Sorry, run not. uh you gotta run
2: um you well, hold it down. You, boy, we'll hold huh? it down. It's a JB and E Dub show now. Yeah, hold it down, man. <laughs> we'll hold it down. Yeah, I let him ready. go early. I, he needs to s- prepare for this. Uh, yeah. This air swooping tomorrow about this Lamar Jackson. Him hey, and take T- T- Him. take Johnson are going to try to you know, uh, you know, overmatch oh, yeah. me on this deal. Yeah,
3: they're going to get after you. I, I may have to chime in. I may have to make a surprise guest showing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Don't me with a good
1: time.
2: Tag me in. Uh right, please. Peace. Um all right, Edub. real quick. Um last night Bills game. The Bills game. Let's talk about it real quick. The Bills game. Andy Reid owns McDermott. I, I I came out with a hot take and I'm like, look, um Belichick's waiting to take that Atlanta Falcons job for the simple fact that he was waiting on McDermott to be fired if he was or was not. I love. Belichick in Buffalo just to give everybody a shit sandwich. I think he would do it. I think he would eat his own young on the football field. That's the coach he is. People are like, he won't do it or Lasky. And they were like, he won't play in the only in his own league. I'm like, you're crazy. A good friend of mine is the old line coach there. And he's like, you're out of your mind. He would take the Buffalo job at a New York minute with Josh Allen and that defensive structure that he can only make better and, 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 you know, organize. I, I would say, uh, I would love him in Buffalo. I will. I'm waiting for it.
3: You know. Uh, you know. It's just when we're talking coaching and games. How in the world did Casey run for 160 50 yards, knowing they have no receivers and you have the tight end? How was he just playing that two shell all game and giving them an easy out? I don't. I. I'm just. You know again we can move forward but again i i I think of course why wouldn't you want to go to the bills you got Allen, uh even though he's he's had his had had his not so stumblings i mean he is a stud in the playoffs you look at his stats almost 300 yards passing 50 yards like he he brings it in the playoffs and he ran hard you know it's a different story if if a couple balls get dropped if they get caught, or he makes better decisions on second and third down. Not sure why uh you're going in the end zone when you had the shallow and then you had that little shin or indie route outside. You just take it, take what the defense gives you in those moments. You're not you don't need it all with a minute thirty left, which is unfortunate. Uh but also, what is Atlanta? Does he know a quarterback that's coming? Because why are you even entertaining that job? I, I, it, I'm confused as well.
2: I've heard that that job is like a done deal. I, I know he's been there twice and interviewed twice. I don't know what Atlanta has. Here's a rumor that I heard from a coaching buddy that's in the NFL right now, coaching, um, not not in the playoffs. He's heard that Belichick has already reached out and they have a conversation They've had conversations and that he is uh, he would bring him in a one year deal um kirk cousins and so kirk, kirk would come down to atlanta with them um, with Bijan robinson they got some good pieces i, I like the wideouts and tight end yeah. but defensively i don't know how good they are um i haven't followed them that well but um, uh, you know I, i'm sure belichick will have them better um i like buffalo hands down over anything any team for belichick but having said that you know i don't know i mean i'm sure he'd use Bijan a little different um than they did. And if you get a guy like Cousins, I, I think Belichick only wants to operate with veteran guys that I think, you know, are more like a Brady. Pocket, throw it on time, throw it away. I don't know if he can go with a guy if he wants to go like I don't know if he would take a shot at a one year deal Baker
3: Mayfield. No. No, I, I think if he does something like that, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't put it past him if if there's a guy that he Wants to tie himself to maybe six to eight years, you know. Like, all right, let's draft this kid. Let me, let me, let me help him and let me see what I could do. Uh, I wouldn't put that past to him and try to build a team around a rookie quarterback that him and ownership think that they could be that that he could be the next guy to lead them. And then also a bridge quarterback for that young quarterback, like Kirk Cousins, like a Drew Budso, Tom Brady situation but would kirk do that like i don't i wouldn't i wouldn't go on a one-year deal if i'm always signing a one-year deal uh at at quarterback i'm not playing anymore so so if you're a buffalo do you cut bait with mcdermott
2: I mean, I mean I like it's the hard. guy he's a great coach. Andy Reid owns him. I know he, he he was with Andy in Philly for years. I, yeah. I, look, I, I think he's a hell of a football coach. I don't know if he's a head coach. There's a lot of coordinators out here who I don't know should be head coaches and I think he gets class, outmatched. As, like schematically, structurally, he does some shit that I question that's unbelievable. But look, he's there, I'm not. I'm just saying you've gotten you should have won two of these three Kansas City matchups. And that was all on you, and I don't know if that's ever going to change.
3: Yeah, it's hard for me to to say. A coach needs to go when you're playoffs, yeah, divisional round. Yeah, I know cha- championship games. Like you're just like, like he's under so, the
2: heat, and he just went to a Super Bowl. Yeah, like, I
3: don't. I think that's more so something going on within the building. Maybe some of the decisions he's made. Maybe ownership was like, listen, you can't you can't make these decisions, these type of decisions again. I. I mean, you look at the bills. It, it's almost as if it's a Peyton Manning, Tom Brady type rivalry, where it, it may take a couple more years before they get over the hump. And you don't, you know, Tony Dungy didn't get canned after some losses in the playoffs to the Chargers to the to, to the Patriots before they ended up winning it. So uh, I don't know. I, I'm not, I'm not more. I'm I'm opposed to to making decisions like even mccarthy like i don't think he should be fired because of that now i see when are things gonna change well you can't you just can't think of the next guy's gonna do a better job when the guy that you have is giving you a chance every year so maybe he you know you just got to continue to improve it's it's a team game it's multiple aspects as you know and and i'm i'm i don't i'm not a jerk your knees type decision maker i I like i trust the process i trust uh what my vision is now i'm not the owner i'm not the gm so that's just me and and if i'm in that situation but if you've lost the locker room that's a whole different story and if you have then you gotta you gotta find a new guy yeah i agree with you uh totally
2: on that one uh these games are interesting um matt and i are arguing von miller basically had uh Made $5 million of tackle. Goes back to what you were saying, like, this roster in Buffalo, and I'm staying on Buffalo because, to me, they just – to me, I thought they ran the football down Kansas City's throat. They dominated them up front for a whole first half. And then the second half, it's like they go back to riding uh, Josh Allen's coattails, and I'm like, why are you putting so much pressure on this dude again? You've had eight weeks of success without doing it and running with Cook and moving – you know using it multifaceted, and now you're back to putting all the onus on this guy who struggles in big time games for whatever reason because yeah. probably you put too much pressure on him. Well, 50- I I think
3: I think a lot of that a lot of that is like adjustments. Like obviously, Kansas City made some adjustments for the run game. So instead of running outside zone and duo, can we run maybe some gap skiing? Can we maybe get it on the perimeter with, with uh QB? Like you, you end up running the same runs. It's it's professional football. These guys are great at what they do. How are you not changing up? How many times have we seen the same runs in the second half get negative yards? Like, come I mean, on. We saw, the same
2: shit. we saw all the power read motion, pull the guard. Yes. They, they, ran, they ran power read run game with the Q they ran fake out they ran fake power read play action they ran RPO off power read everything's on power read, all yeah. pull, uh pulling the guard predicated like when are you gonna pull when are you gonna run some counter like yeah. when are you gonna run some pin and pull and get these guys on the edge and crack the tight end down Kincaid you got two good tight ends you didn't even sure, use them. you gotta feed
3: Kincaid I don't know the emphasis of trying to force feed Diggs it's he I think he's an incredible player, and he has been. But he's not the same guy. Kincaid is the guy that the ma- he is the matchup now, and and it goes back to the offense coordinator. Uh, he's a young guy. He got halfway through the year that he got thrust in there It's Joe Brady. So, I mean, you you gotta you gotta you gotta stay ahead. You can't just sit there and think like the defense aren't gonna, you're going against one of the best coordinators of all time. You don't think he's going to start shutting that stuff down?
2: Anyways, I don't even remember the question. uh,
3: Yeah, like, Vaughn, this this play right here just breaks my heart. Like, look at this. Ryan Ryan
2: Clark on uh, Get Up this morning said that was a bad ball. (laughs) He didn't. There's no way he said that. Yeah, I swear to God I watched it this morning. Him and Orlowski were arguing. He said it was a bad ball.
3: Right. Ryan's tripping.
2: I I know he is. And and the crazy part is he came out and was just, like, talking shit about Josh Allen and all these. And listen, I – I said that he has to win or he's gonna continue to be an underrated, overrated, uh under you know, performing guy. I mean, that's just what he's he's gonna be in yeah. the NFL. If he doesn't Yeah, get- I
3: mean they, they said that they said that about Peyton too. So I, I would I would try to go back to that because of the success that Peyton has during the regular season, success in the playoffs. He doesn't have the MVPs like Peyton has, but Peyton took a minute before he got over the hump and then it changed scenery and got another one. So uh, he has he has the ability he has the talent man uh, he he makes plays that nobody else can but again he makes those he makes those decisions that you know maybe he needs a veteran coach an offensive coach that's respected that's done it to help him get over that hump i don't really know uh in you know in, in Vaughn's case you know Vaughn was brought in to help lead him to a championship right and if a team's going to give you Crazy deal, then you're gonna take it, right? As an older guy, and unfortunately got hurt, and you're never the same when you get an injury that late in your career. Uh, but it's not his fault, it's the bills. I would have never, you know, I love Vaughn but I would have never gave him that six-year deal. I'm sorry.
2: And that was my point, though. It's like, I'm not I, get your money. Shit. I and yeah. I know we know he's a Hall of Fame guy. But the roster in my opinion, other than Josh Allen, I'm looking at that roster and I'm like there's not a guy out there that's not replaceable other than I mean even Cook even though I like Cook I, I think he's great but he's not irreplaceable like there's not there's no digs he's all, he's over the top of his of his uh, of his prime he's irreplace he's not irreplaceable like and he's got a bad contract like I don't know and then they got 50 million in cap space that they're gonna lose with uh, Josh Allen this off season. So I'm just like they got some roster issues, in my I opinion, do. that
3: is scary. They gotta, get, they gotta get some young guys. They gotta, they're gonna have some work to do, obviously, yeah. uh, and that comes after the first first year or two. After you sign a big deal to the to the quarterback, and if you don't get in that window, it's it's uh, your uphill battle after that. Let's talk about it uh, for a couple minutes before you get out of here. Uh,
2: it's pouring rain here. Um, yeah, same with me. Is it ran everywhere? I thought it was over in the weekend. Now we just got it out of nowhere. Um, the the Bears, Justin Fields, last week Cliff Kingsbury interviewed for the OC job. People looking like Shane Waldron now, huh? Yeah, that means people thought they were going to bring Caleb Williams in, uh, from SC with the Cliff Kingsbury connection. And then they get Shane Waldron, who's been in uh, Seattle. Um, he was in the Rams with me my last year. I know he's a good dude, good coach. I let me ask you, does this solidify the fact that Justin Fields is staying put now?
3: Well, I, I don't I'm not saying anything that I know with him because this is more of a you know, get the ball out, boot game, quicks, timing. Those big pressure routes, outside cuts, uh, the the deep digs, like skinny post timing route. Like I don't know this if this hire, this is he's comes from from Sean McVay's tree and what they I, run. I, that's what I'm asking. That's and why he, I'm really curious yeah. here. Like I don't I don't know. Like Geno Smith was 72. percent He took a step back last year, but the year before that, like it, he wasn't running around. He was. Playing the quarterback position the way it's been. That's why you're so high on Seattle this this year. Like he played the quarterback position as good as anybody two years ago. This year was not very good. But that's the type of offense. So putting Fields, a young guy who's not that, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know which way they're going to go. I've already said that uh, I'm more on the side of trade the top pick, get an extra couple first rounders, and try to build for the next couple of years. And if you don't, you cut bait after that, but build your roster. You got to build your roster if you don't have that guy, whoever that guy is. Yeah, I don't,
2: I don't understand it. I, I, w- I'm hiring Roman all the way every day, twenty four seven for that roster right, right, right now. I would, and, say no doubt. For them not to go get Roman and they bring in Waldron, who, to, to your point, like he's a West Coast. 11 10 21 uh you know quick game spread it out get the ball out quick that's not justin fields like i'm curious to see in this one i I don't know how it's going to play out but i don't and and then you definitely not going to get caleb williams then with shane waldron like to me i mean it's a saint you're robbing peter to pay paul here and i just don't get it I, i really don't um Travis or Jason Kelsey shows up to support his brother yesterday in crazy fashion. He's like, gotta love it. He's like, fuck it. I don't care. I'm retiring early. If I do retire, uh, there's rumors now that he's out, uh, him and Travis may both retire together and walk out on, uh, on the top one way or the other. They both may be leaving. Um, just because the interest level not there for Travis. Travis looked good again last night. I thought finally, uh, played better than he has in the last few weeks. Um, Jason was like, "Screw it! I'm gonna go jump into the Buffalo Mafia,
3: <laughs> Mafia.
2: They, the fans gotta love this guy. Uh, yeah. They gotta
3: love this guy. Do you not.
2: Is, is is you think he's retiring,
3: Jason? Uh, I don't. It's just I. I just think, in my experience, and when your your heart and mind aren't in it to deal with the pain and sacrifice and time and. It's not easy given everything you have to try to be the best in the league and that is your standard. And so when you don't want to sacrifice and do the hours that it takes off season you know all that it it's not worth it. So if that is the case and that is creeping into his mind, he needs to leave because you're never going to you're you're not, not going to enjoy it. You're not going to play the way you want to play and the great players you know, I I would say I was, you know, I was great in my own right, but when you've, when you don't have that desire to, to do everything that is needed to play at that level, you got to hang it up. You got to hang it up. So if he fell in that way, I would say, yeah. Uh, if he does, maybe it's telling that he's, it's time. Right. And you know, he's had a one heck of a career, uh, It'll be interesting. It would be crazy to see both of them go at the same same time. That would be a story in itself. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right, we gotta ask. We gotta do some hell yeah, hell nah. I gotta ask you: Was this a flop? Hell
2: yeah, or hell nah? There's Come on, flop? this is insane, Caitlin. Yes, I want to. I got this slow motion clip here, at Edub, and I'm trying to figure out that is she really. Did she really get hit, or is this a LeBron James flop?
3: Oh, it's 100% a flop. There's no doubt about it. I don't know what she said or how long she was on the ground, or did she say she got hurt? Like, that's, yeah, let's.
2: Like, rewind that, Bailey. That, this is another angle. We got the end zone and the wide copy here. (laughs) What is, like. And apparently she holds, so she has co- she has cops or security around her twenty four seven. The fuck? Why? What is she? She's someone I'm I, like. <laughs> what's
3: going on here? I, I don't, don't know. know. That's crazy. I don't know. Did
2: you watch Sean Strickland fight?
3: I didn't. I was getting updates on Twitter and read up on it. Uh, I he
2: dominated the fight. I don't. I know I, I, I looked at
3: both their faces and I said,
2: sheesh. Dude, he I'm telling you, he, he was jabbing the cat like like Rocky used to get
3: jabbed by Clever Lane. Like I'm like, damn. He's- I, mean, I heard I heard that, that, you know, since he was uh very outspoken about having his own beliefs and his thoughts, and no one can control that as we all should and should be able to say whatever we want and not get destroyed over it, that they kind of took it out on him and and didn't want him you know, the judges and this and that and being up in Canada and that whole craziest craziness up there. So I'm curious if that's true, that like it's, it's unbelievable. I, I, I've i been saying
2: 2024 is the call out year the year, of the call out. Yeah. Dana White. I, I love it. And I passed Dana White. A, apparently came out and addressed the similar, uh, I guess he
3: was agreeing that Strickland should have won. And yeah, uh, like they were saying, if so, some a lot of people had it four one, some, some, three two but no way was it the other way and then all of a sudden it's you know there's a scorecard uh they had strickland winning on every card
2: on there was another one there was another card out that showed uh, everybody the day a day later came out and showed everybody had strickland winning and then out out of nowhere they have him uh, winning. Yeah, Dana White addressed uh, another woke media member uh, by saying, uh, I don't put my guys on leashes.
3: Uh, yeah, you obviously it. give so good. a long leash to your fighters about you know what they can say when they are up there with a the UFC microphone, and you are getting into territory of homophobia, transphobia, like
4: is there- I don't give anybody a leash. Well, I'm saying you- A leash? I'm st- like- Free speech. Control what people say? Going to tell <laughs> people what to believe? This guy, the guy didn't people. know what to say. I don't fucking tell any
3: other human <laughs> what to say, what to think, and there's no yes. leashes on any of them. so great. What that's what question? it is. That's how it should be. I was asking that question. I'll move on, though. Yeah, uh, probably a yeah. good idea. Good idea.
2: <laughs> I mean, it, see, that's the thing I don't get, Edub. This is what pisses me off when I go after these people on social media who who come back and say, I'm just trying to help, man. I, I, I'm like, no, you're not. You're a liar. You're not asking a question, number one. You're making a straight-up blanket statement. And I don't understand how the media has been allowed to be so irresponsible now with their questioning. Either it's a race bait or it's a uh, a homophobic uh, rant or a debate or something to put you in harm's way as the person being interviewed. They're trying to put you in harm's way, period, by their questioning, which is not really question, it's statements. He just told him by putting a leash on him. <laughs> well, really? I don't put a leash on him. Is that's not a question? It's a statement. You're lying. You're saying that you I put a leash on him. I don't. So we get these narratives in the NFL as well, mainstream media, they push all these different narratives. Like, why is it always something about color, orientation? Some sort of shit. It's like, man, just ask me the question and ask a real question. Quit saying this is how it is and then expect me not to cuss you out.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's wild that so much is brought into the game of whatever the sport is, not on the sport. Uh, if you want to ask questions that have nothing to do with the sport, then do it in the off season or do it in private, not in a setting where it's about a fight or it's about the game. Like don't ask me about stuff that's irrelevant to what's going on. It's, it's not, it, there's nothing constructive that's going to get, it. you're going to not like my answer and I'm not going to like your question because I'm in a lose lose situation. You're just trying to bait me into saying something that I don't believe in. And, and, and that may not be the case. And, and too oftentimes times athletes are pressured into saying what they don't believe for fear of losing their job, fear of getting fined, fear of this and that. It's like if I was those hockey players there, listen, I don't, I don't care what you do in your own setting, but I am not putting no stuff like that on anything. Sorry. And if I'm getting fined for that, I would have got fined for it. But it too often times like you don't have a choice now. Like you just have to go along even though you may not agree with it. No, that's that's not that's not okay. That's not that's, that's why it. we
2: could be getting more money than we've ever had because they're telling you what to do. I don't know. Uh shit. I mean I'm tripping. Uh <laughs> l- l- let's end the show with hell yeah, hell nah on this uh E Monday. Um Hell yeah hell nah, big uh E We got uh the first one is Josh Allen. The most overrated QB in recent history. Hell yeah or hell no. And take it in context before you know your
3: I know your answer. Ryan
2: Lee. or some we're talking about a guy that's relative who's made playoff run, who's won five playoff games. He has more playoff wins than anybody besides, I believe, Burrow and Mahomes. So in in this little class. So is he the most overrated QB in recent history That's that's been successful on a good team? I don't know if there's if there's one that – because he can't get over the hump. And you can't compare Manning and Brady if one can't beat the other. This is a one-sided ass-whooping contest
3: every year. This guy hasn't won
2: one time.
3: Uh, I would say hell nah. Uh, it is a team game. And, uh, you know, a lot of times, is it is it Josh Allen's fault that some some decisions in these games are not – he has nothing to do with? So, I don't know. I, you know. No. Next one. Hell yeah, hell no, then. Segway. Okay. Sean McDermott will
2: be fired. Hell no. Really? Yeah, I don't think so. I'm gonna go hell yeah! I think the Bills got a shit. Yeah, shift. You gotta, gotta shake it up, D Dub, because you can't keep doing the same shit over and over. Expect a different result. Uh, <laughs> hell yeah! Oh, hell nah! Mike Evans is the most underrated wide receiver in NFL yes. history.
3: Oh gosh, history?
2: I think That's he is. I'm amazing. gonna go, hell yeah! I'm gonna say. How about, it.
3: how about we say just this: the last two decades that you know we look at those receivers last 20 years i think so what he's done he's in his career ago,
2: he got drafted in 14 by the bucks he's had 10 1000 yard receivers
3: with a slew yes. of miscellaneous quarterbacks huh. he's he's i i don't know how he can still run like he runs i'm telling Dude. you
2: listen I know that I know a personal my buddy Coach Beatty who recruited him and, and coached him at AM. They had another receiver there at the at the time, a Manville high school kid named Carryon Parker, who I coached at Garden City with Carlos Thompson on the show. Carryon Parker is the single greatest phenom I've ever seen play receiver. And Beatty told me, is like JB, Mike Evans don't even play if Carryon didn't have a stomach ailment. He was a Manville, uh, Texas kid. You can look him up. He was unbelievable. 6'5", 220, 4'3", jumped out the gym. He was unbelievable. He was there with Mike Evans. They were both there at AM and m and they were freaks. And uh, he had a stomach issue and never really f- came to fruition. But Mike Evans was on that college team, and Beatty said, this dude could be one of the best ever. And that was back in 14 because I recruited to carry on into f- 14, beginning of 15. That's when uh, Mike got drafted by the Bucks. He's had no Tom Brady for ten years, or Mahomes for seven. He's had miscellaneous QB yeah. after QB, and has continued to do what he's done. And I think he is the single most underrated guy. I do and too. Um, do you do you resign him if you're if you're a Tampa, or are you, or is this the time that you move on like the Larry Fitzgeralds of the world, Julio Jones at that age, like oh, uh, he can't do what he does he's still more productive than any of those guys at that age.
3: Yeah, it's it's just the again it's the it's the line how much are you going to pay for an aging icon of your organization? Uh you know, I of course I want him back. What is that number? Uh and where does it fit in the grand scheme of things is is what you got to think about. You can't think of it's never personal. It is in this case because of what he's done for your franchise. So maybe you, you, you give him a little bit more than what you would a, a guy, his age and what he's done. But it's tough when you get late in your career, man, is the loyalty kind of goes out the window in some places and other organizations, you know, cherish that type of stuff. And most don't. So if he's not willing to take a little less to stay and retire and be an all-time greatest buck, then he may be playing somewhere else. Hell yeah, hell no. Nah. If uh the last one, if um if
2: McDermott is fired, hell yeah, hell no. Nah. Bill Belichick is the head coach for
3: the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> uh, that's like that's too we don't even know if they're interested in him. <laughs> you say hell yeah. Right, hell me, me If if he is
2: fired and that job's open, who else do you go after? Rabel? Like, who else yeah. would you go after? Like, there's no way I'm not going after Belichick if I'm the owner. There's you have no Harbaugh. Deal. Harbaugh, but I think it'll be a charger. I think we agree that. I think it'll be a charger.
3: You think he's going to go back? Like, I'm hearing his assistants are going to get big time raises, be top I, coordinators in the country. He's going to get a big old deal. And he's going to get he coming get, back
2: that the writing is clear on the wall and everyone's just not looking. I think if he were to go back to Michigan, McCarthy would have came back. McCarthy declared because Harbaugh told
3: yeah, him. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. I
2: think. Um, <coughs> eat
3: up. Stay dry. It's eat Pound
2: e- the like, subscribe, become a member if you're not one. We had 1,300 people here today. Shout out to everybody coming in on a rainy Monday. Um, you know, I'm probably gonna smoke a stick.
3: Uh, make
2: <laughs> me a little coffee.
3: Hey, get get put a, put a rain jacket on and you go climb the stairway to heaven up there in the backyard. To that. Uh, <laughs> all the Twitter gurus,
2: you got the wrong molten up. I really well, it moved. <laughs> It's unbelievable. Uh,
3: <laughs> Sunday football palooza, yes, sir. I'm gonna try to come through. I don't, I don't think as of right now, uh, I don't have any plans so. All right, Steve Kim Kim and a few folks. Love it, bro. Be safe. I'll see you this
2: week maybe. Peace. Pound the like, subscribe, become a member if you're not one. Um, Jim Harbaugh meeting with the Chargers uh, this week again. So if he was clearly going back to Michigan, I don't believe he'd be doing that. So pound the like, subscribe, man. Shout out to everybody. Three hours went by fast today. And uh, listen. Brock Purdy will be the reason the 49ers don't win a Super Bowl.
3: <laughs>
2: Just remember, pound that like, subscribe, become a member, man. We'll be back tomorrow for uh Doc Talk Tuesday. We got Dr. Jesse on, Steve Kim, Big Matt, plus Tank Johnson's gonna come in and try to uh what is the word do you use without saying pause? I don't know what I use tag team me double team me pause fuck i don't give a fuck bring it on i'm ready let's do it tomorrow right here on doc talk tuesday it's a fully loaded show we'll see you then in 21 hours god willing pound that like peace we switched
0: it and filled the gap smitty and jason brown we killed it yeah it's a wrap we won the games we missing we switched it and filled the gap you are now tuning out to
5: the coach jb